Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday, and with me as always, thank goodness, because what will we do without him? It's Nick Mason. <laughs> Thanks. It's great to be here, James. I'm doing compliments from now on. I love that. People think that I'm rude and mean, and I want to change that narrative. Who thinks that? <laughs> people who tell me. Give us a complete list of all the people that think A complete list? Yep. You mean my grievance list? That's all right. right. Oh, no, James, no. You've already fallen back in your old ways. <laughs> uh, big week. Speaking of falling back into their old ways. I mean, first, firstly, I Jason was Jason Statham, but yeah. Sorry, oh, yeah, I was going to say I was an episode of Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. You did know it in the uh, end. I Tell didn't, me. I didn't, know, I didn't know it. You did know it? I did know it. Wow. You better believe I did know hmm. it, but it's myself and a Jess Perkins answering funny quiz questions in a funny way. We had a good time. Wow. You should check that out, I think. Yeah. After we, this, obviously. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, great. Is he more positive than me? It's it, a great question. I hate that about him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Do you ever feel that about someone else? You just don't. You just, just a resentment? Yeah, you just. You Do you just, have that? You just meet him or don't meet him and you just don't like him. I don't like him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who are we talking about? Matt Stewart. I don't like him. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, great. Mm. Really good show. Uh, check it out. It will be linked below. Uh, this week, though, we're going to be talking about the Meg 2 The Trench. That's right. Uh, in addition it's to, just Meg 2 The Trench. It's Meg 2 Trench? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's not The Meg 2. No, it's Meg 2 The Trench. I thought it was The Meg 2 The Trench also, but clearly some hoity-toity executive, some bean counter out there was like, no, let's just make it Meg 2 The Trench. Something sounds Too wrong. many thes. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say because that is too many thes. Uh, but then it, should be, it shouldn't be Meg 2 then, should it? No. Because the first one was The Meg. The Meg. We're right and they're wrong. I agree. Add them to your grievance list. And put my name at the top of your grievance <laughs> list as well. Now it's James and Mesa's grievance list. Okay. Oh, I thought you meant add you to the grievance list. You can if you want. Uh, well, you are at the top anyway. I know. <laughs> but add me to that. Okay, cool. Because I'm my number one hater, as you know. <laughs> I do know that. Uh, we're going to be talking more delays. Mm. We're going to be getting uh, into some strike news, including some things that Stephen Amell said, oh, in no. addition to some other CEOs and such who have some very interesting things to say. Oh, boy. We're going to be getting into some news of The Witcher, and why it wasn't very good from somebody who made it. They're going to explain it. Oh, the current season or just generally? Just generally. But, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about Wonder Woman 3. We're going to be talking Fantastic Four rumours. Uh, we're going to talk about some controversy behind Barbenheimer. Is there really? What hates men. Oh, my them. God. They do. They both hate men. They I didn't both really realise it. Yeah. Oh, my God. One more than the other. Yeah. No, it's a different thing, but we'll uh, get into interesting, that. Interesting, right? Uh, we're going to talk about... Something that may have happened with Secret Invasion, like why that turned out the way it is. That should be our new segment. Why <laughs> what this happen? With Secret Invasion. Secret we can do invasion. it every week, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's right. Because we, we produced a little video, and when yeah. I say we, I mean Rob Collins did an incredible job putting mm-hmm. that video together uh, that's on YouTube, yeah. and uh, a lot of people are watching that, so that's a bit of fun. That's, this is why. It's, it's like our, I think it's the biggest video we've had of the year so far, like growth-wise. Uh-huh. It trended. Which hasn't happened to me in like six years. Huh. Or Rob Collings. And look, it's the great editing. It's an incredible thumbnail. I'll mm. thank myself for that. That thumbnail is very good. Uh, obviously, we were both killing it in that video. But this is why like shit like this takes off. This is why channels focus Just do on this, this kind yeah. of stuff because it, it gets traction, you know? You know and, then, and that's what we're going to do now. Yeah, that's right. Well, because then what happens is, uh, and we've talked about this off air, I think, is that a lot of cases people... Maybe they have maybe they have uh, a bad week and they're like, you know what I hate? I hate this particular actor or whatever it is. Yeah. And they make a video and it makes gets a you know a million views or two million views and then they're like, 
Oh well. Well now this is, is my personality. Exactly. Do I do I continue to do this? Because they've they've tasted the highest heights, you know yeah. what I mean? And they go, Well I like tasting the lowest lows. Oh yeah, that's the stuff. <laughs> um and then then I guess you go, Well, do I become someone who every week has a, an opinion where I hate everything? Yeah. Or do I just go back to what I normally do and get fifty thousand views or whatever yeah. or, or less and you know, and I think a lot of people just quit after yeah, that. Sure. Happens. But some people go, well, I'm very happy to be pretend to be mad. I'm, I'm just going to pretend to be mad every week. It's easier when you are mad. That is true, actually. Yeah, yeah. that's what I find. Yeah. yeah. We, we could just we could just make videos off your grievance list. <laughs> hey, speaking of grievance listers. Yeah. Sorry, speaking of grievance lists. Grievance listeners. Uh, general grievance. Yeah, this is from IndieWire. Here's a bit of news for you. Okay. I love this. <clears throat> Jim Jarmusch will never watch Star Wars films. I resent their cultural impact. Whoa! This is so close to my white whale, which is guy who doesn't know what Star Wars is. But it's if anything, it's it's even better because the guy in the movie industry yes. who doesn't like he knows what Star Wars is, but he hates it. Uh, Jarmusch said, "I resent that I know so much about them and the characters. Why is all that in my head when I've never actually seen one?" <laughs> Uh, Jim Jarmusch won't be travelling to a galaxy far, far away anytime soon. The Dead Don't Die director revealed to the believer that he will never see the Star Wars franchises, uh, franchise out of protest over its cultural impact. I have particular things I will never see. I will never see any Star Wars films because I resent that I know so much about them and the characters. Why is all that in my head when I've never actually seen one? Why do I know about R2-D2 and Darth Vader and all these things when I've never even seen a Star Wars film? That's a great question. Yeah, yeah. It's because it's infiltrated. But he's also said, I've never seen Gone with the Wind and I never will just because I feel like it's forced on me and it's some kind of corny thing. (laughs) (laughs) He does have his preferences against mass things, but because I really deeply love the craft of filmmaking, I, of course, like masterful filmmakers' work. He probably likes the MCU. On a, I, but I watch all kinds of stuff, he clarified. On a plane recently, I watched Cruella. Okay. I love the Naked Gun movies because they're so stupid. I'm sort of amazed by the John Wick movies, just by how many people he can kill. <laughs> I haven't seen the Twilight movies. Okay. This is a great interview. This is so, so scattershot. Right? <laughs> the Terminator is a masterpiece of cinema. It's a big action movie essentially, so I don't really differentiate. Uh, anyway. That's so weird. Like he's yeah. just He's talking about the last, like, Nearly 50 years. Well, yeah, got just, further with God with the wind, obviously. Yeah, it's just like, gone. well, I hate this and I love this and I haven't seen this, but I did like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just all over the place. I love uh, – I've, I've, I've never really read any interviews with Jim Jarmusch before, but I'm definitely going to Absolutely. track some more down. For people who don't, are not super familiar with his work, I would say track down Ghost Dog, The Way of the Samurai. Oh, which okay. Which has Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars' own Forrest Whitaker. That's right. As a, as a, as a hitman who – uh, follows like the way of the samurai. I've never seen that. I think. I think you might have seen it. I might have seen it. Maybe I'll watch it again. Yeah, you for might. The first time. Yeah, you might have seen it. Yeah, cool. All right. Mm. I def- I know of it. Yeah. Oh, mm. also, coffee and cigarettes, which has um, uh, coffee and cigarettes. Absolutely, it certainly does. Yeah. But it's got um Tom Waits in it. Mm. It's like a series of vignettes where people. There's was... two two members of the Wu Tang Clan have a conversation with Bill Murray. It's a whole thing. He, anyway, he was great in Dracula. Tom Waits. That's true. He was. Yes. Yeah. yeah Good yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mason, it's time for our segment, Delays. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, please. Uh, now, because we recorded a bit early last week, we missed this bit of news, but Craven the Animal Man, that's been pushed back. What? From October of 2023 to August to one year from now of 2024. Whoa. Yeah, because obviously they can't get actors out to promote their movies at the moment. True, and they're yep. worried by the time October rolls around that that's still going to be the case. Mm-hmm. And you really need somebody out there pushing this movie. That's right. Influencers? Influencers. Yeah, scabs. Well, did you see Mr. Beast got in trouble this week? I did but, say that, yeah. But 
I mean, it seems as if it was fine. Like it was something that it was within the rules of SAG something or whatever. Like that, and he yeah. also donated the money and whatever. Okay, right, right, yeah. right. Because right. he's, he's, he's in it briefly. Yeah, he's, he's got a, he's got he's a in, cameo. Yeah, yeah. In, in Ninja Turtles or whatever. Which as, m- yeah. Which we won't be talking about. Mm. Ugh. Yeah, it's not out here yet. I'm so. annoyed, Mason. Yeah, yeah, we're going we're gonna to watch The Meg 2. <laughs> Meg 2. And the next week we're going to Oh, folks, uh, just to get ahead of this, uh, next week in Australia sees the release of both Gran Turismo and uh, Dracula on a Boat Again. Um, yeah. Which do you think we should watch? If or, we only have time for one. Or both. Yeah. We're not Barbenheimering this. Not, no. Yeah. I mean, I would rather watch Dracula on a boat, mm. but yeah, I, I guess. We're not doing Drac Turismo. No. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. We're not doing granular. No, that's it's not happening. Too, yeah. yeah, it's not we don't we don't have time. No. So uh, I kinda wanna watch both though. I mean we will eventually. Yeah, we if, will. If there's not my if there's nothing the next week, we probably will. Yeah. But um see how we go. Because I think off the my guess would be Gran Turismo is probably worse. Yeah. But there might be more to talk, more to about, talk about it. Yeah. Or it's boring. Could be boring. Yeah. Mm. I saw there was a recent thread in the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On Facebook.com. Yeah, that's right. And they, there was a there was that was talking about like topics that we could cover because like I, I love doing topics but then you get to this time of the year big releases just, every week yeah just big mm-hmm. releases every week that's right another bit of news something that's moved Mason Ghostbusters the next one I think it's called oh, yep. Ghostbusters the next one nostalgia for forty year old men oh nice uh, it's moved from December of this year well I can't wait I got to wait fifteen years before <laughs> I can I can watch this movie then but all right to uh, March of twenty twenty four so that's good yeah. That's the one where it's back in New York. Yeah, baby. back in New York as Winston's paying for it all. Great, because he got good at business. Mm, and uh, Beyond the Spider Verse, which is the next Spider Verse uh-huh. movie, has been delayed from March of next year to, to... indefinitely? <laughs> Question mark. Yeah, we saw this come up a few weeks back, but basically when they finished the first one under much sufferance and everybody crunched and didn't get paid mm. properly. Yeah, <laughs> there was. We we were under the assumption that they. would Started the second movie, yeah, third right. movie, mm. but they haven't. hadn't at all. Yeah, <laughs> this one, I mean, obviously, I, I think we knew this was going to happen because again, that the, nobody had recorded any lines for this yeah. one yet, or maybe the script wasn't even finished. You know, th- this was in real pre pre production. Yeah, but this one to me feels like, or at least it, it felt like this a week ago, and, and and you know, news has moved on, obviously, but it felt to me like studios going. Hey, you like that Spider-Man movie? Yeah. Well, uh, guess what the writers are taking away from you? Guess what the writers and actors are taking away mm. from you? New Spider-Man movie? Guess what? Maybe it's maybe it'll never come out. And whose fault is that? I There's people that want to be paid what they're worth. I don't think at this point in my life mm-hmm. there's something if they were like, well, guess what? This isn't coming out. I'd be like, all right. <laughs> I don't think there's anything where I'd be really upset about. I th- feel like when I was younger, uh-huh. absolutely. I'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. why isn't there a sequel to this? I'm mad about it. But now mm. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, I think what what if if it never comes out, there'll be a big art book. It'll be the the Spider Verse art book, and yep. it'll cover the first movie and the second movie, and then the next one it'll be like some concept art for the next one, and it'll say at the end like at the end um, Miles defeated the bad guys through teamwork. Yeah, and and we're like yeah, yeah, figured. They, yeah. It turned out he didn't have to kill his family <laughs> to prevail in the end. Oh really? Fa- in this kids movie, they in found a different movie, yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. He'd have to shoot his own dad or yeah. whatever. <laughs> I mean, they're definitely going to make it because yeah. it made so much money. But, oh, yeah. you know, it's just a matter of when. Uh, oh, this is terrible news. Five Netflix original movies have been pushed into 2024. Oh, no. Yeah. I was expecting them to come out in 2023, whatever they were. Sometimes there's one out and then it's you missed it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They might have released four in the time it's taken us to record some of this podcast. So I was watching Red Notice the other day. Okay. And I you don't have to tell me that. I actually, sorry. 
Why don't you start a story of while I was breathing the other day? <laughs> we know. And I accidentally went out of red notice and I was scrolling through other things and I came across the grey man. Yeah, right. I saw Ryan Gosling and I nearly watched it. Nearly watched it. That's <laughs> progress, I think. That's great. I did it though. No, 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 no. Yeah, but one day yeah. I feel like I'll, I'll watch it. But it's just that th- I saw like, you know, Ryan Gosling recently in Barbie. It's got Chris Evans, mm. the Russo brothers directing. I'm like, okay, mm. okay, maybe this is the best movie ever I've ever seen maybe. Right. But I didn't watch it. I nearly watched it. Yeah, you nearly watched it. That's like, you know, I don't know if you're, you're cleaning your toilet or whatever and there's just like some unidentified goop and you're like, oh, do I? Do I stick my finger in it? <laughs> no, no, obviously not. <laughs> uh, but good news. Here's some good news. Okay. Madam Webb has actually been moved up from February 16th of 2024 to February 14th, Valentine's Day oh, of nice. 2024. Let's move up two days. Two days. So if you're looking to take a special certain someone. Your best gal to, that you're going steady that's with. That's right. Or whoever. Mm. Then you can. No, only your best gal okay, you're going steady you're with. Okay, you're right. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. That's exciting. That is exciting. Uh, so here's something via Variety. Stephen Amell, it was, oh, at a, yes. it was at a panel and he got in a bit of hot water for this. I'm just going to read it out. Was he a panel after the strike? Had, uh, I think he might have been at a you panel. You can do after. panels as long as it's not promoting something. Uh, I see. So you can appear on things as long as it's not. In, so you could go do to. Do you think he intended to promote something? Yeah. Day? No, I think this is definitely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's, yeah. Uh, let's continue with yeah. the story. Yeah. He said, I support my union, I do, and I stand with them. I do not support striking, I don't. I think that it's a reductive negotiating tactic. I find the entire thing incredibly frustrating. I think the thinking as it pertains to the show, like the show that I'm on, that premiered last night. There it is. <laughs> I think it's myopic. Um, now, he's walked back a bunch of this on Instagram. I'm not going to go through it, but he basically said, you know, I didn't. His, his, his PR said, you know, he said he didn't support strikes, but actually what he meant was he does support yeah, strikes. and so. you misinterpreted yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, which is, you know, he walked it back. You know, that's not nothing. He, you know, that's... that's <laughs> He was forced to walk it back yeah. and that's not nothing. I mean, and I know that, like, it it is, I mean, it is frustrating he's being got a part this, of he's a, got a new thing thing he's coming got a new out show. And, like, of course that would, that would be frustrating. And I know that he's not the only one that is feeling like that. Yeah, but unfortunately, uh-huh. like, for a strike to work, yeah, yeah. you do need that. Conformity yeah. in terms of, I said conformity. People are going to be like communism. That's right, communists on yeah, a podcast. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's you know what? Here's something that's never going to happen. They get the the writers and the actors go, hey, can we have some residuals? And the studio go, no. And the writers and actors go, oh, well, thanks anyway. Yeah. And the studio goes, well, since you were so nice, yeah. we'll give you a couple of residuals. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to happen. They won't. No, exactly. the The reality is, as we've talked about, this has happened because it got to a it got to a breaking point, mm-hmm. you know, and we've seen this in a lot of industries. Yeah. It's not just, this just happens to be a very public one because Hollywood is in everybody's homes, whether you like it or not, mm-hmm. even in Jim Jarmusch's home. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's swatting it all away for the broom. This is via Bloomberg though. This is all kind of related. Walt Disney Co. and NBC Universal are paying lobbyists to watch over legislation that would bar them from using a lucrative state tax break if artificial intelligence is used to displace workers in their film and TV productions. Just keeping an eye on it. Keeping an eye on it. Making sure that now that now that I saw that and I was very confused by the wording of yes. it. Yes. So if we can break that down. So what is happening is the the law is gonna say yep. that if you Use AI in your movie productions or your TV productions. Yeah, you lose out on a big tax break. Yes. So it is in the it is in the movie industry and TV industry's best interest currently. Yeah. To not use AI because they won't get because they'll get less money. Now so, the leg, the legislation would bar them 
from using the tax break. Okay, right. So if it goes through, yeah. that would stop them from doing it. So at the moment, there is nothing in place for that at the moment. Okay. I be- but I, I know it's it's worded. So they want, they want the law to not go through. Yeah, whatever it means, the, the <laughs> idea is that they want to use, they want artificial intelligence to be put in place and they get a tax break for using it. Which yeah. also, like, why would you get a tax break for that? Mm. What about that? Yeah, you're not creating yeah. jobs, are you? What's going on? Yeah. Not really. Not yeah. the same way as using like, just nerd jobs. People. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Mm. Mm. Working on a bloody computer. So yeah, there you go. Uh, but David Zaslav, he's here to say something. He spoke to right. Variety. He's head of Warner Brothers Discovery. I saw two people kissing on the television. I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't get it. So I cancelled the show and I deleted it. <laughs> I'm normal. Yeah, he's normal. Normal man. That's why we like him. If you don't know, he's head of Warner Brothers Discovery. He's currently uh, scrapping it for parts mm. to either sell it or, I don't know, consolidate or cut losses or I don't know what he's doing Now, exactly. did he say this week, is this the, the quote that I yeah, heard? Yeah, yeah, I got it here. Let, okay, me, let me read it, Mason. Uh, oh, you, want, you want this juicy quote. All uh, right. While we're all hoping for a fast resolution, our modelling assumes a return to work date in early September. Should the strikes run through the end of the year, I would expect several 100 million upside to our free cash flow guidance, and some incremental downsides for the adjusted E-B-I-T-D-A. So basically he's saying that... A bit to da. A bit to, <laughs> Is that a Kid Rock song? A bit da, yeah. Mm. Uh, Kid Rock does have the line, it's not statutory, it's mandatory. The, right. the, remember that thing that he said? That's okay. Yeah, just something that Kid Rock said if you're wow. a fan. Just I'm not a fan <laughs> of him, actually. <laughs> but basically if the strike continues, well, they'll actually save $100 million on production. But that's like being like, I fucking sold all my furniture and look all this. Look at all this cash I yeah, have. Yeah, 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 I've got yeah. nowhere to sit, but look, I've got $1,000. Right. Like, think, idiot. I yeah. mean, he knows this. He does, It's yeah. just the way to spin it to investors and, mm. you know, shareholders and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's fun. Hey, speaking of having a, a big pile of cash. Oh, yeah. Here's another piece of news that I, that I discovered that I love. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, in 2020, mm-hmm. uh, Leslie David Baker – who Who's is that? Stanley on The Office. Oh, yes. He, I saw this. He opened a Kickstarter campaign. With his to, nephew or something. Yeah, to make a web series called Uncle Stan. Yeah. Which was pitched as like a spin-off of The Office, but almost certainly not, right? <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be him yeah. as a guy called Uncle Stan. It was, yeah, because it was not officially tied to yeah. NBC or whoever yeah, owns yeah, The yeah. Office. Yeah. Anyway... The crowdfunding uh, goal was $300,000 and it raised $336,450 and uh, then just nothing happened. Yeah. Uh, so, but? Well, but uh, he is apparently when the Kickstarter campaign ended, you know, some some people's donations go through and some people don't. Yeah. Some don't. And so he apparently got about $100,000 and it's just been sitting in an account so he's going to return it. Yeah. So That's good. It is good. I mean, I would have loved to have seen Stanley spin-off show. He helps his... <laughs> Not really, obviously, but he helps his nephew with a small business or something. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's good stuff. But I just, I was just like, okay, yeah. <laughs> NBC is going to be involved in this, are they? Yeah, definitely. They're going to be helping yeah. you. Okay. Well, right. there was nearly a Dwight spinoff. Oh yeah, that's right. They even they packaged, Fruit Farms. Yeah, they packaged it into an episode. Sorry, the dogs here, everybody. Hello. It's dog time, everybody. <laughs> it's fun how Ollie comes for a visit. I think it is too. So speaking of money, though, $15 million, uh, has been raised for the strike fund. Oh, yeah. For those people don't know, that strike fund uh, goes to help people who are part of the unions and who 
are basically struggling to make rent, basic necessities, things like that, which they were already doing. But obviously when you're not working at all, mm. that becomes a problem. And some people have donated like a million dollars each. Well, some names this week we saw. George and Amal Clooney, Lucinda and Matt Damon, Leonardo DiCaprio, Hugh Jackman. Matt and Damon's De- wife is Lucinda Damon? Yes. There you go. Uh, Hugh Jackman and Deborah Lee Furness. Uh, they're married, by the way. Uh, Nicole Kidman, <laughs> Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, Julia Roberts, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Meryl Streep and Oprah Winfrey. So that's all. They're married, by the way. They're all married. All of those people. All of those people are One married. of those weird Hollywood yeah, romance situations. God. So there you go. That's nice. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. Mm. Oh, it's actually a little bit of money. You ever sell a million dollars? I don't care. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's it's still it's still money and that's yeah. good yeah. But as look, I've um, you know I've seen comments and I've even replied to a few people about this that the people who are actually I had you, are they on your grievance list? All those people you replied to? No, these people I love and I yeah, just I'm happy to have a conversation. Respect mate, them, you respect so them. I love I love it. I respect them. Yeah, that's great. Is that uh, the people who you see? Like, look at a picketing line. These aren't the Hollywood celebrities that are suffering. They've all got their money. Yeah. So the people who are donating and are supporting this. They don't need to do it. They can mm. say nothing yeah, or yeah. the opposite of nothing. Yeah, yeah. They can come out and have a big sook about it. Uh, did you know also uh, that Drew Carey like foots the bill for everybody's lunch? Does he? He like he did this in the last strike as well. Yeah. There's a it's called Bob's Big Boy. It's like a okay. and if you're a SAG member, I think probably a, probably a oh if you're a Writers mm. Guild member actually yeah. as well, uh, you just go in there and he pays for it. Ah, like Drew is Carey- he there at the counter with his credit card? That's right. <laughs> No, he's just got a tap going. Oh, wow. Drew Carey, <laughs> Drew Carey, legendary is like the one of the most generous men in yeah. Hollywood. Like it, he's a he's one of those guys where it's like buys a cup of coffee and leaves a hundred dollar tip. He's like that yeah. guy. So well, he made because he's obviously on on who who's line for years, and he was and on he was the Price Drew is Carey Right and Price is Right. So he's yeah, he's he's doing all right. Good on him. That's great. So this bit of news is from the Polish news site Why I apologize. Uh, no, no, it's Y Ball Zigzag. Y uh, W Y B O R C Z A, and this is translated. Yeah, this is translated from Polish. Uh, a Y Borg is like a cyborg, <laughs> but confused. A lot, very confused. Yeah. So Tomek Baginski okay. is a producer on the Netflix drama series The Witcher, which recently has just been getting rinsed for being like a bad version of the books and whatever, okay. and didn't come together. And Henry Cavill deserves better, and all those things people have been mm. saying, etc. Uh, he can Henry out. Cavill's at his typewriter. He's in. He's in a big tent on the set, and he's, <laughs> he's typing away, just trying to make it work. Yeah, that's right. He said, "When a series is made for huge, massive viewers with different experiences from different parts of the world, and a large part of them are Americans, these simplifications not only make sense; they are necessary. It is painful for us and for me too. But the higher level of nuance and complexity will have a smaller range. It won't reach people. Sometimes it may go too far, but we have to make these decisions and accept them." Basically, basically saying the reason The Witcher is bad is because people are dumb. Yeah. What's happened there is somebody has taken that, you know, that quote about Rick and Morty where it, it takes a real uh, takes a real powerful mind think to about understand it. the true think thing. Think about and it. They've translated that to Polish and back again. <laughs> yeah. So, look, I, um, I, that's, I don't think that's true. I think there's a lot of shows with incredible nuance and structured mm. storytelling that that do make waves, you know? That's and right. I think you could Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty, for example. I mean, Game of Thrones would even early Game of Thrones would be an example of that, mm. you know? And I and I and think, or and or because I was going to say Succession, but then Succession and like The Witcher don't have a lot in common. So I'm no. like, what sci-fi fantasy? And or you can do and you know, or exactly. You know? What's another sci-fi fantasy? His Dark Materials. Cleopatra twenty five twenty five. Oh, she made it to twenty five twenty five. Earth two. I loved Earth two. Sliders. I love the latest sliders. seasons of Sliders. Oh, I don't love that. 
<laughs> you got me there. Yeah, I got you. I because I, I came. I walked into that. Yeah, yeah, with Jerry O'Connell's not with even Jerry O'Connell's it. brother. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Barry O'Connell. Very, very O'Connell. <laughs> it's too much O'Connell. Yeah, wind it back a bit. Mm. So yeah, there you go. Harsh realm. Don't know that one. Uh, that was the. Okay, what, what it is, it's the series that Chris Carter did after the X-Files where some people get trapped in a virtual world. But here's the thing. Ugh. I've never seen it. I've never seen a single frame of it. I'm not even 100% sure it's really, it really exists. Let's have a look. <laughs> harsh realm. It's probably because the VR headset's too heavy. It's a harsh realm. It ran from 99 to 2000. It's got 44% of Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Uh, it's got Terry Quinn, who's um, Locke from Lost. Oh, from Lost, yeah. Right. The Matrix meets platoon in a sci-fi drama, Harsh Realm. A soldier, Tom Hobbs, gets in way of his head when, he, when he's recruited by a government-sponsored war game involving flesh-and-blood people, digital representations of those people and entities that look real but exist only in a virtual reality universe known as Harsh Realm, mm. uh, now ruled by the clever retired sergeant Omara Santiago. When he enters the Harsh Realm, Hobbs leaves his pregnant fiancée, Sophie Green, in the real world. But it oh. says real world like real, real world. Maybe he's, maybe he's always been in the Harsh Realm. Wow. That's too much for 1999. Yeah, it really is. Isn't <laughs> like, it? Reading that now, I'm like, it's too many things. That's like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it would be like attempting to do a Westworld series in 1999. Yeah. Like the budget's not there, the tech isn't there. Yeah. And it's it, it's weird to me. I've never like I've always heard about it. I've never heard of that. Right, but I'd never I've never seen a single. I've not even seen a trailer. I'm gonna watch a YouTube video about that. Okay, somebody's great. probably made a great retrospective. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I love it when you someone makes a good video on something like oh that. Oh my god, it's perfect. Yeah, here we go. Uh, Wonder Woman 3 news, Mason, this is via comicbook.com. Apparently Gal Gadot said, I love portraying Wonder Woman. It's so close to and dear to my heart. From what I've heard from James and Peter is that we're going to develop a Wonder Woman 3 together. Apparently Patty Jenkins is out. Her version of Wonder Woman 3 didn't align with James Gunn's vision for the DCU. Mm. But there's some other news from, uh, and we'll talk about these guys have some other scoops after this, from the Hot Mike Mike podcast with Jeff Snyder and John Roker. And Hot Mike. Yes, and Hot (laughs) Mike, uh, where... They're saying that she is actually out. Right. And that they were just being like, yeah, we'd love to work with you in the future. <laughs> they saw her at a party. Yeah. She approached and they were, mm. she was like, what, what's, uh, what's, what's my future in the DCU? And, and Gunn went, oh, yeah, you're still in it. Good, I reckon. Yeah, good. I mean, they, I mean, it's not, you know, we've got to talk to the money, man. I'm sure he's talked about how that they are going to do something with her mm. and that actor specifically, haven't, yeah, haven't right. they? But, but yeah, mm. I don't know, we'll see. Um, it would be. I know people are upset because if they fire all of the Justice League except Wonder Woman yeah. and Aquaman, and oh, but he's going to be, be Lobo probably. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, people are like Henry Cavill deserves better, etc. Mm. Get on that typewriter, Cavill. That's right. Get, get back on it. Punch up that Superman script. He's all right. Go. He's got War Thousand Forty K or whatever. <laughs> he's got War Thousand Forty K. Yeah, he absolutely <laughs> does. Yeah, <laughs> we've got to defend the War Thousand from what? Orcs, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Is that big armor they're wearing? Oh, yeah, no. That's right. We should get our big armor. <laughs> it's right here. <laughs> I'm in mine. Yeah. I'm in mine already. I excited you. What? I got a sword and it's also a chainsaw. <laughs> this is all actual dialogue. This is great. Yeah. Can't wait for the show. Uh, so that's fun. Yeah. Anyway, Fantastic Four rumors. I've got a whippersnipper, but it's also a laser. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic Four, the new one. Mm. Uh, this is by the Hot Mike podcast with Jeff Snyder and John Roker and, and Hot, Hot Mike. Mike. Yeah. Apparently, Vanessa Kirby is Sue Storm. Yeah, right. Uh, Mission Impossible movies, Hobbs and Shaw, other mm. things. I like things, yeah. Good choice, I think. Yeah, yeah Jason Statham's big sister in Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, that's right. They said that 
they thought that Jack Quaid was playing Johnny Storm because they heard the initials JQ. Oh. Jack Quaid has come out and said from the boys mm. uh, and come out and Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. He's come out and said and Star Trek and Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, said that he's and Auntie Donna and Auntie Donna in that one skit. He said that. And the new Superman show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, said that, no, he's not playing Johnny Storm, but then he said he's where you donate to the strike fund or whatever. Oh, yeah, nice. But apparently the actor is Joseph Quinn. You oh, he's from Stranger Things. Stranger Things. So, he's yeah. uh, Eddie, right? He's Eddie, yeah, yeah, so I don't mind that either. I've seen people very down on that. They're like, oh, this guy, this uggo. He's not, seen him? He's not blonde, right? That's he's handsome, image. isn't he? I mean, if you put him in like a loose 80s Metallica T-shirt yeah, and, a, yeah. and a wig. Yeah. And, yeah, that's all, That's not what Johnny Storm looks like yeah, yeah, as yeah. much. But, no, I think he could definitely do it. Adam Driver is apparently unlikely for Mr. Fantastic because he didn't connect with the script, but it's said that Matt Smith is in. You're just going to have to get him away from the Morbius universe. You're going to have to pay him a lot of money yeah, that's right. not to reprise the character of Milo. Yeah, that's right. Milo Morbius, <laughs> Morbius's brother. <laughs> That's good stuff. So if all of that is true. Yeah. Uh, also, who's the guy from The Bear they think might be the thing? Not the oh, bear. Be- uh, Eben Moss background. Yeah, he was yeah. in um, Andor as well. And the, was he? The he show. was micro in The Punisher. Oh, was he? Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, he might be the thing and he's great. So I'm, yeah. I have no problem oh, that, w- that. that works for me. That's great. Yeah. Um, but none of, these are, none of these are locked in. So. And also none of these are uh, Dennis Reynolds from Always Sunny. <laughs> no, none of them are. <laughs> Which I still would love. I watched all of that. The new series. Oh, season 16? Yeah. Is that what it is? Finally, yeah. Still it's good? A, it's on, yeah, it is. It's on the 8, unfortunately. Okay, right. Uh, but, yeah, consistently good and terrible as a show. Mm. Yeah. Let me ask you this because I haven't kept up. Yeah. But I still, you know, I'll watch it and enjoy it. Yeah. I, I guess I'm going to have to watch a season at a time mm. from like 10 up. Yeah, I think, right, I think yeah. that's maybe where I'm up to. I watched a, I think it was a Captain Midnight video on Always Sunny. Yeah. Apparently, Charlie Day never wanted to switch out from 4-3 aspect ratio and standard definition. Okay. And now they're in, you know, modern yeah. modern uh, framing and What was his reasoning HD. for Because it just looks better as like a bad sitcom. Yeah, like okay. It's kind of, enough, you know, yeah. it, it looks grubbier. Yeah. And it, and it, you know, it's it's not meant to be a show in. It's not meant super, to look good. <laughs> it's not meant to look like a movie, you know. Yeah, I mean, and it doesn't. It still doesn't look okay, good, good as a right, show. Right, right. But it, it's not. Four by three. Yeah, Probably, right. I mean, you obviously know that, but mm-hmm. but yeah, it's been going since two thousand and five. Yeah, crazy. So right? There you go. Anyways, Mason, we all laughed and laughed about those Barbenheimer memes, didn't we? You sure. Actually, did. I think if, if I recall correctly, <laughs> I did one big laugh. Yeah. Well, you, you laughed and laughed, and I went no, 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 ah! <laughs> and then I just stopped, and then no. I was stony faced once more. If I recall. You probably laughed too much and I didn't actually laugh much at all because it's actually, I thought it was in poor taste combining those two things together. I actually uh, said, hmm, that's darkly funny. <laughs> and that, that's inappropriate. That's all I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Japanese thought what you think is inappropriate, Mason. Well, I think lumping all the Japanese together into one is <laughs> inappropriate. So I'm sure some Japanese people thought it was fine. Well, I don't know about that, Mason, because I would never assume to speak on behalf of all Japanese people. I damn it. Unlike the thing I just did. <laughs> Anyways, Jap- here's the news. Okay. <laughs> Japan's Barbie Twitter account responded to how the US Barbie accounts uh, were supporting the memes of the mashup between films. Uh-huh. So this featured images like Barbie smiling next to a nuclear explosion uh, yep. from mm-hmm. the Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer promotional material. So basically they, they were, you know, those memes were circulating through officially through Warner Brothers. Like they'd retweet a thing where – Margot Robbie's propped up on the sh- shoulder of, you know, Oppenheimer and whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they said, we, ex- we consider it extremely regrettable that the official account of the American headquarters for the movie Barbie reacted to the social media posting of 
Barbenheimer fans. We take this situation very seriously. We're asking the US headquarters to take appropriate action. Uh, we apologize to those who will be offended by the series of inconsiderate reactions. Uh, that's why Warner Brothers Japan. Now, Warner Brothers America have since come out and apologized for that. And also the way this also came to a head is because apparently Japanese Twitter were responding by doing mashups of Barbie and 9-11, 9/11 yeah. which I also thought was in poor taste. I didn't, mm. do, I didn't do a big laugh either. Interesting. So, yeah, just a little, just a little bit of real world seeping into our movies, which I hate. <laughs> Keep politics out of movies, That's Mason. That's right. You know? Stick to your Star Wars where there's no politics. That's <laughs> exactly, what I say. Exactly, yeah. That's right. Here's something that's actually via Reddit user CostasPat257. And it's via Secret Invasion. Now, this user has broken down the timeline of what happened with Secret Invasion. Okay, so because, this is this is out in the real world. Yes. This isn't in the, the timeline of Secret Invasion. This isn't yeah. in the this isn't within the MCU. Exactly. Because we gotta know when Rhodey was become a scroll. No, in, we don't. No, we don't. We don't need to know anything. We don't need to know. <laughs> I also love, like, just as a side note, I love that the the director came out and was like, well, he became a scroll here. And but then it also is like We'll see how we go, won't we? Yeah. So nobody knows. No, absolutely no. they don't. Yeah. We will Rhodey became a scroll at precisely the point where it means people won't be mad at us. <laughs> right there. <laughs> the sweet spot. Mm. So apparently Oh also, you know what's gonna happen. Oh, what's happening? I'll tell you what's I'll tell you what we're gonna do. What are we also gonna spoilers do? for Secret Invasion if you haven't seen it, but it, 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 who cares? Don't worry. Um I reckon even if even if Rhodey was turned into a scroll. After Civil War, yeah. so Infinity War and, and Endgame, he wasn't a, he was a scroll, yeah, and and real Rhodey was in the in the basement or whatever. Mm. I reckon they'll just go the the thing with the it's thing, a memory link, the memory thing with the lights. It was a memory link, so I'd be like, man, I do remember it. Yeah, I actually do. I wasn't there, but I do remember. I it. remember I Tony Stark's I remember, funeral. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it was <laughs> it's cool pretty, as hell. Yeah, I went. I'm I'm the Iron Man guy now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I got the Iron Man suit in my car. It's cool as hell. Anybody want to see it? Oh, you're all gods yeah. and whatever. I mean, I, I would. Yeah, I would see it. But too. if I was in the MCU, I wouldn't want to see it. Hmm. I'd be like, no, thank you. Interesting. There's probably more interesting things happening anywhere else. Mm. Also, I think calling it War Machine is in kind of poor taste. I agree. Mm. And I, don't I mean, like... it's darkly comic in a way. And I'm like, hmm. It's darkly oh, yeah, comic. I, mean, I can see that. I just find it in poor taste. Mm. Anyway, so it seems as if, and I didn't realize this, but showrunners were switched. So Kyle Bradsheet. This great name. This, uh, First of all, great name. I agree. He wrote on Mr. Robot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was switched out, it seems, for Brian Tucker, who wrote on movies such as Broken City with Mark Wahlberg and Russell Crowe from 2013. Okay. I haven't seen that movie. I don't know anything about it. But mm-hmm. apparently he had to rewrite uh, most of this series in three months <laughs> and then they and then they had to reshoot it in four months. Okay. But Samuel L. Jackson – and you can tell watching it because it's a fucking mess. And Samuel L. Jackson – was only shooting his scenes for three weeks of those four months. Oh wow! So that's might be why that this is the way it is because and it cost two hundred twelve million dollars or whatever yeah, it was, uh-huh. which you could have made two Oppenheimers for. Yeah, yeah, and I would, which I, I would have been. I'd love taste. a sequel to Oppenheimer. Yeah, you would. <laughs> no, just where people are like, that was bad actually. Yeah, this more just giving him a real drubbing for what he did. <laughs> yeah, you you got too curious. Yeah, and then a big bomb happened. He's like, I said I was sorry. God, I got swept. <laughs> no, up. No, you didn't. Oh, well, I'm saying it now. Well, it's too late. I shouldn't have to ask you for an apology. Well, I couldn't. I didn't think of it before. I didn't think to apologize. You didn't before. think of an apology. No, for the nuclear bomb. I thought that didn't come into your mind. I thought it'd be smaller, <laughs> or really big, and then I wouldn't have to apologize to anybody. So just at that spot, yeah, that, that sweet yeah, spot. Yeah. Of your- Sorry, it was perfect. <laughs> 
Sorry, sorry, my, my bomb was a Goldilocks. It was just right. Sorry. You know what? I'm not sorry anymore. No, I know. Sorry I saved the world, according to some people. Sorry. Sorry. So uh, anyways, I guess off the back of I had some doubt. Now I don't have any doubt <laughs> yeah, you've because you've been so mean. <laughs> This debate went my way, so yeah, I'm right. That's right. Um, anyway, oh, so in regards to Secret Invasion, the MCU is dead. People are declaring it. Oh, yeah. Uh, in other news, Deadline is reporting that Loki Season 2, the trailer, has uh, 80 million views, which is the most of any <laughs> Disney Plus Oh, show. okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, oh, you saw the trailer for I that. I did see the trailer. You know? This, this is, I think, is I think it's always been the MCU. Mm-hmm. But it's also until we build to something again at some point. But this is just going to be it. There's going to be a terrible one, a pretty good one, uh-huh. hopefully a really good one, yeah, 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 and it's yeah. just going to be that yeah, until they be, stop yeah. making it. Mm-hmm, yeah, but I feel like it's always kind of been. Or like somebody, that. or there is an, or an, a new Kevin Feige who comes in who's just like slop. Oh, you th- okay. I slop. Gonna, I was going to say the other direction. No, but, but this guy's demanding slop. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. I was going to say a fresh set of eyes and you know somebody who would who would you know no old slop slow it down kind of thing. No, no. fast slop. Fast slop. Okay, yeah. that's great. Well, that's apparently what Kevin Feige is doing. Yeah, yeah. stripping it back and. Mm. You know. But yeah, I I really like the look of this. We got yep. we got uh, Kei Hui Kwan as yeah. some sort of TVA employee. Is that be, is that because of his performance in Everything Everywhere All at Once? I, I mean, his performance. Yes, but as it before. Oh, interesting. Or, okay. Before that came out. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's mm. a bit of fun, isn't it? Yeah, because otherwise he probably would have been in a movie or something. Sure. But then again, there's some big players in yeah, this yeah. TV series. Um, what else? Um, Very uh, little Kang. Well, yeah. I was, um, what's interesting about that, because I've seen completely different reactions. I saw some people go, well, he's obviously been cut out of the show, and some people are going, wow, he's doing a lot of that trailer. I think he's going to be a really big force I in don't the think show. He's, I think he's, he'll be exactly what they need him to be for whatever they're moving forward with. Yeah. Whatever that looks like. Yeah, yeah. Which we don't know yet. Also, maybe it's the cynic in me, James, but perhaps they went, boy, we really need 80 million people to watch this trailer and a lot of people to watch the show. The easiest way to build some controversy yeah. for this is to put him in, keep him yeah, in the trailer. I'm sure they definitely find And then that everybody it. will be like, they still even, like, regardless of where that is going, because we don't know, yeah. you know, in terms of legal issues and his career and his contracts with, you know, movie studios and mm. Marvel and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I think they probably just went, boy, people talk about that guy, don't they? So let's let's put yeah. him in kind of thing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it, it may even be, like, that might be it. Yeah, he might just be in that one scene. Yeah, because we see a big, we see a big, is it a statue or something? If, or like a, something his like face that, emerges yeah. from something and then Loki and... It's like, Mo- that's the guy. Yeah, Loki and Mobius go to uh, a, a show in the it's past. got an old-timey it's, facial and, hair. And they see Victor Timely. And I'm, for all we know... That scene, they might go, he's on stage now so we can go and do a heist. And then oh, they okay, just yeah. don't, like it doesn't factor in at all. Yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. know yet. So He's on stage, we'll, we'll hit him with a brick. We'll hit him with a brick. It's a perfect opportunity. Mm. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, we are in the trailers of hoist section, aren't we, by the way? We, it seems that way. Yeah. Um, I was going to say also, uh, Loki is glitching in this. Yes. Is that a reference to Spider-verse? Across the Spider-Verse? Yeah, maybe. You know, maybe I like the live action effect of that yeah, too. Yeah. Maybe they're making that. It's like that... a bit Cronenberg-y kind yeah. of like stretchy skin. and. Do you think that is because – and I, I saw a lot of people like, uh, actually they're just uh, – they're actually just um, taking advantage of the goodwill for Spider-Verse by putting that in. They're ripping it off. No, they would have – Yeah. Made it ages ago. They made well, like exactly, but also you know, they're meant to be in the same be, yeah. 
multiverse so it makes sense for the rules to be the yeah. same. So where's that going? That's a bit interesting. Donald isn't it? Glover is in Spider Verse. That's Mesa. right. They mentioned Tom Holland. Doctor Strange and whatever, don't That's they? That's correct, they so, do. Yeah. Um, we don't glean a lot of the plot, though, really. No. I, I mean, you know, I don't I'm, care. Ju- I'm just looking forward to Loki and Mobius and Sylvie just having a bit of a muck around. Yeah, she's working at a, some kind of donut shop or something. Working at a donut shop. Let me check Loki. Uh, release date October 6th. And so there that's you go. Fun. That's coming up. That's coming up. Yeah, anyway, I'm excited. I, I mean, look. I would love it to just be like a week-to-week procedural where they're doing weird time travel stuff. Yeah, sure. Just yeah. having fun adventures and solving mysteries, but it's probably know. the overarching yeah, story yeah, yeah, of yeah. the multiverse, etc. Yeah, impending yeah. doom, etc. Oh yeah, that doom stuff. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, we've got another another trailer. Oh yeah, it's the first trailer because it's trailers of Hoyt for Sorex Sorks. Mm. Sorry, go go Sorks. Go Sorks. Uh, this one, we're wondering how is Jigsaw back, mm. and the answer is it's a prequel. It's an in between quill. It's an in between quill set between Saw One mm-hmm. and one of the other Saws yeah. where he's alive. Saw Two mm. actually, so it's set way yeah. back when. Because I've seen some of the Saw movies. Yeah, I've seen one, two, three, maybe some in the middle. Mm-hmm. Saw. We saw the last one, Jigsaw? Spiral. 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 And then I've seen the one before that, which I think might have just been called Saw. I didn't see that one. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, so this one, obviously, they're like, well, we we killed Tobin Bell nine movies ago. Mm. Even though he kept coming back, even though he was dead, they yeah, yeah. do flashbacks and whatever. What if he made some videos? What if he did make... What if he made some threatening TikToks? <laughs> <laughs> it was ahead of his time. Yeah. <laughs> he died in 2007. He's pointing it like, cut off your leg <laughs> and you'll live. <laughs> then somebody walks in in the back. It's somebody him walks and, yeah, and I'd, like if, I'd love it if it was in a shopping centre. Like, yeah, yeah. You're know, like holding up an escalator. <laughs> yeah. like, you ever see those? Yeah, yeah. It's him and the, his apprentices and they're all doing a dance together. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Be great. Or maybe he's making the people he's torturing do a TikTok maybe dance. They're doing, yeah, okay, you know? that's probably true. Okay, so this one is, so because... The premise was that he was diagnosed with cancer. Yeah, he had a brain tumor. Yeah, and he went to a he goes to a special facility that promised can, can cure him. But it and then they're like, like, "Tricked you! We just took all your money." That's right. And, and like, who cares? He's going to die. And now he's got to do big revenge and all. He's going to do big ghoulish activities. Mm. Which again, I, look, I've been entertained by some of these, but also I don't like that his his philosophy is so. Oddly defined, and yeah. it, it varies from movie to movie. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's bad. He's. I mean, the most, the worst part about him is his inconsistency. I yeah. think. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's darkly funny, but uh, I don't find it funny at all. Well, yeah. you wouldn't. Um, but just that sometimes it's like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna murder you for revenge because you, you didn't cure my brain tumor. But then sometimes it's like you're sad because your daughter died, and, and you, then you don't yeah. appreciate life, so you've got to cut your feet off or whatever. And it's like. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's almost as if he has a brain tumor. And he's, oh, and he's, yeah. <laughs> see, that's the thing, isn't it? Because it's like, well, actually, he's crazy. So all his, all his, to the extent that anything he does makes sense. That's yeah. uh, you know, yeah. I don't like him. I don't like him either. Some people might be fans, but mm. I don't like these weird pig masks that he wears sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But not anymore. Anyway, apparently the bathroom reappears. What I love about that, and I think we've talked about this. How many people could possibly be hiding in that bathroom? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all one. Yeah. Yeah. Is that? You have to – now because they just used it. They I can't remember whether it was a set or they – I think it was a set, I assume. But you, then you, it was made on the cheap and now you have to recreate that exact bathroom. Which is way more expensive. tile yeah. cracks and you yeah, know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. All, and if, if it's set after, then you've got to place everything that's broken on the floor yeah, properly right, right. and all of that. I think they should do it like costumes in the MCU. Like mm. – 
the next movie it's the same, but it's got more textures on it. <laughs> yeah, right. And the next one it's like stealth mode, so oh, all the okay. tiles are black. Maybe a double sync. Yeah, double absolutely a double sync. Sure. Saw couples edition. That's you know? exactly right. Double yeah. toilets. Yeah, cut your tongues off together. Or whatever. That's, oh, that's great. Yeah. Whatever. You you talk too much, cut your tongue off. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> Could I, I just it. be a bit quieter? <laughs> Yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay, see ya. <laughs> Bye. Uh, all right, Mason. Sometimes he's just, just. you'll never shoot this person with a gun. <laughs> no, I will. You'll never shoot. Oh, isn't there one where it's just like, you'll never shoot me. And then <laughs> oh, you just, You'll never shoot me. I would absolutely shoot yeah, you. Yeah, I will, actually. You would never. I'm gonna. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> what if you accidentally shot someone else? Well, I'd shoot again. <laughs> I don't know these people. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> They're all probably terrible. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you also, tell I'm me. terrible. I don't care. <laughs> Bang. Uh. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother... Or... Sales. I definitely prefer, don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effects. 
Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem came out this week. Not here, though. Nah, we can't talk about it, Mason. Mm. We had to see the Meg 2. No, sorry, Meg 2 the Trench. We didn't have to see it. No, we did. We could have just ended the podcast here. Uh, on a budget of $129 million. Well, on a budget of $129 million, we couldn't end the show here, I think. <laughs> no, We'd be wasting not. the money. Our investors agree. would want their money back. <laughs> so, Oh, you mean Meg 2 the Trench? Well, they both, both coincidentally, these things both have $129 yeah. million for the budget. Uh, it is made in the box office on its opening weekend, $45 million. Uh, It's coming behind Ninja Turtles. Sorry, made $25 million. The first one made $45 million in the opening weekend. Ooh. But also Barbie and Oppenheimer are still out and doing well. Mm. I think Barbie's still number one. Ninja Turtles did better than this. Mm. Uh, this is this the way of the world. The Meg not making the waves <laughs> hasn't got quite the bites. <laughs> it's not as cool as a... Depot. Atomic explosion? No, it's not, is yeah, it? Yeah, no, no, that no. That freaking no. explosion was sick. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it does it's doing okay, and it might mm. carry. Who knows? But uh, not great. Not a great return, it seems at this point. But also early numbers, we'll have to see. That's what do you true. think the story was? Oh, come on, mate. For Meg to the trench. Come on, mate. I'm in a vulnerable spot here. I just watched Meg to the trench. Yeah, I know, right? Um, all right. So if you recall the last Meg, nobody does. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jason Statham had to fight the Meg, but actually there was two the Megs. A second the Meg. Because they, they went down into the thermocline, which is a point in, in the ocean, mm. and the Meg, one of the Megs escaped or Man, something to, to the Megs. You're really speaking my language. That's right. But this time it's the future. It's years later because time has passed in the Meg universe as well as it has passed in the current universe. It's crazy. And, uh, it's crazy how they did that. Jason Statham has a daughter. Who might be his adopted daughter or From something? From the first one, the maybe? the first one, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. There's some people in this who you're like, were they in the first one? Mm. And the answer is maybe. There's some people in this where you're like, how are they in two submarines at the same time? And then you realise they're different people. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Jason Statham, he's doing, he's d- doing good around the world, but he also works for the, a company, which might have been in the first one, that uh, is now using its incredible advanced technology to explore the uh, below the thermocline. Love that. At 25,000 feet, they're putting on their little, getting in the little submarines, they're putting on their little diving suits. It's their own Jurassic World. That's right, but then they go down there, and what's down there? There's more weird stuff, not just the Meg. I mean, but it's or, mostly the mostly Meg. Mostly the Meg, and then there's a, the, the Meg that they've. They they raised the Meg. One guy thinks he can train at the Meg. Yeah, and maybe he can. And then maybe there's some other parties who also want what's in the trench. And the, but they they're there and they're causing trouble. But yeah. who's more trouble, them or the Meg? Mm. It's hard to say. Probably both. Yeah, both. I reckon. Probably more the Meg or capitalism. The end of capitalism. Uh, ultimately, I think probably capitalism. Yeah, this is capitalism versus scientific discovery and wonder. Oh, I think is what, what it is. Good to it's see a real it. Jurassic Park situation. It's a real. It? Those guys died in the submarine situation, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I tell you what, Mason. This movie was ahead of its time. Um, <laughs> I didn't like this. I. I think the first half is better. I think the second half is better. Oh, really? I, think, I was really looking forward to the second right. half, and I didn't think it delivered. I thought this. I thought this movie was almost entirely building up to a second half, which is what I want, which is various giant monsters menacing people at a luxury resort. Yes. You know? But That's, you didn't like that. that was no, I thought it, the payoff wasn't. Um, look, basically this movie is Jurassic World. Which is weird because it's not didn't come that long after the last one. Mm. Whereas Jurassic World was like thirty years. I can't remember twenty years. Uh-huh. Um, it was the movie Underwater. If you remember that movie, no. It was the movie Piranha Three D. It felt a little Piranha Three D, didn't it's it? A, it's, I guess also the Abyss as well. Mm. It's a bit of the Abyss. Piranha Three D PG. Yeah, exactly. Piranha Three D had boobs. It did have. Oh yeah, you might be right. Uh, but no, you are right. That is true. <laughs> um, but I just feel like. I was so the first half is set kind of, or maybe a bit more, is set in the trench. That's right, and it's this kind of 
deep, deep exploration. They're trying to survive and whatever. And there's Megs about and other creatures and they have to get back to the surface. Mm-hmm. And then, because you know, at the end, like the Megs are going to get loose on a resort. Mm. And so I was kind of like, this is fine, this bit. I don't mind this. It's okay. And I don't care about any of these characters, but this is fine. When the killing starts. Yeah, yeah. That's when this that's is gonna really going to be it. Yeah, yeah. Off. This movie's going to get overdrive. It never, never quite kicked off for me. Um, is it because this is PG-ish? Yes, probably. That's yeah. a factor, and I think it's PG-ish, and the kills and that aren't creative enough to be interesting. Mm. It's just like chomp. There is chomp. one that is from like the inside of the Meg's that, mouth. That one, view, yeah, and it's doing a big munch on a bunch of uh, of, of beachgoers. Big goers. munch, on big a bunch. munch, big bunch on a bunch, mm. and you want a big munch on a bunch. Um, yeah. But I yeah. think also, yeah, there's some special effects in that. I love special effects. Me too. Yeah. With Jason Statham jet skiing. I love visual effects too. Yeah, Just sure. to be clear, because when you say, I love special effects, people are like, oh, so you hate visual effects. Well, I like them both. I thought you hate visual effects. Do you do you think that just because I said I love special effects? Yeah. Well, no, I like both of them. <laughs> okay. I like both types we of effects. We should have clarified. I did. <laughs> no, okay. You stopped listening. No, I was just trying to make sense of what you were saying, but I could just perfect like, sense. You were just like pulsating hate. Yeah, that's we'll, true. I'll tell you what. We'll put special effects on our list. Okay. On the, put it on the grievance list. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like there's a lot of Jason Statham jet skiing away from a Meg and yep. none of it looked very good and uh-huh. convincing. Oh, my. There are a couple of shots, though. It, they look like asylum Moments. Yeah, they look like asylum moments, but they also look like Renaissance paintings. Where <laughs> there's a moment where he's op- he's op- cresting the top of a wave on a big yellow jet ski, and he's holding a explosive-tipped yeah. spear, and then he's coming down on a giant the Meg, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I love how he has no sense of, like, let's preserve these creatures. Yep. He's immediately like, let's fucking kill all these, <laughs> like, yeah. straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like... Dude, there's like four of these in the world. Right. But he's like, let's kill them yeah. all with explosions. Yeah. 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 Which I, 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 so I like that aspect of it. Like, but you mentioned some of the characters, like, some of the characters. I didn't mention any of the characters. Oh, <laughs> no, yes, you I did. did. I did. It's true. Uh, <laughs> you forgot, but some of the characters returned. Some are dead or missing. Yep. Uh, including the love interest from the last one who had mm. the daughter. She died in between movies somehow. Mm. You didn't have to do that. You could just be. Uh, his best mate is a Chinese action star. His best um, mate's Cliff Curtis. Oh, oh, sorry. Cliff Curtis. Love Cliff Curtis, by the way. Mm-hmm. Bless him. He's really good yeah. in this. Get that cheese, Cliff yeah. Curtis. Was he in the first one? Maybe. I think he mm. was, but he might not have been. Are we, confu- we might be confusing him with other noted New Zealand actor, Jermaine Clement, who was in Avatar 2. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. They do look very similar. Um, but I found, like, the new characters in this, like, less interesting. There's a character called Comic-Con, and uh, I don't think it's his name. Oh, the guy, the, the the handsome nerd guy. Yeah, but he's like, I like Comic-Con, and I love generically branded action figures. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, dude, this is fucking Warner Brothers. Give him a Batman Funko Pop or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, it was weird as well. They they had that conversation. You like dressing up at Warner and yeah. uh, going to Comic-Con? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they had the conversation of, like, Oh, this guy's got a lot of toys. Oh, they're actually figurines. Oh no, they're actually toys. <laughs> really? It's not yeah. 1999 anymore. What do no, you? No, it is 1999. Oh my god! The only movie I've that did that well. I've been in a coma. Yeah, <laughs> and I've been imagining that I've been doing a podcast. Forty-year-old virgin did it well. Mm. Yeah. What was the? Sh- was it some Ricky Gervais show where he's? That oh, was a movie he did with Eric Banner, uh-huh. and he co- he's like, I love. I love collecting my vintage Marvel action toys, and it's just like whatever the latest hot toys. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Whatever. So it's just uh-huh. like I hate that shit. At least if you're going to insult nerds, just get it right. Right. 
I just I love an absolute. But if you drumming. were going to insult nerds, why would you get it right? <laughs> yeah, well, I guess that's good... you add insult to injury by just yeah. putting out what oh this is my vintage nineteen seventies Thor or whatever, and it's like no, you went down a Kmart. That's from that. Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's holding the weird red ooze. Yeah, exactly. Um, I like there's a guy that apparently returns and I'd forgotten him from the first movie as well. Ruby Rose was in that first movie, right? She definitely was, Which I don't think she died, but she might have. Mm. Um, There's a guy who's on the team, a guy who has improved himself. Yeah, And if I had to remember that previous movie, it's like he he apparently couldn't swim or defend himself, whereas this movie he's got a backpack of supplies Mm -hmm. and weapons and he's learned to swim and fight. And I thought that was was pretty interesting. But he was also, they gave him that default role of like, Something happens and he's like, damn, that happened. Yeah. Damn, that shark blew up. Yeah. Whatever. And you're like, all right. Mm. It did. Yeah. Yeah. It did, though. That's true. Yeah. Well, speaking of sharks blowing up, we also, this week on BigSandwich.co, we did a movie commentary for Deep Blue Sea. That's right. And there's going to be a lot of people in that going, damn, that shark yeah. blew up. In anticipation <laughs> of the Meg, the Meg 2 doing incredible numbers at the box office. We're yeah. like, yeah, let's get ahead of this. Let's get ahead of this. We'll talk about Deep Blue Sea and people will love it. Yeah. So that was a fun one to talk mm. about actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think also the trench part at the start because they get stuck under the water or mm-hmm. they get stuck in the trench. I think all that looks really good. And I yeah. guess also it's because it's in darkness, but mm-hmm. the suits that they're wearing and they're trekking underwater and the underwater facility and all of that. And mm-hmm. I think all that's like Yeah, I think really, there was some – I think there was pretty some there was some solid there was some solid action and there was also some moments where I'm like I don't even that that couldn't work surely. You're talking there's, about the bit where he swims out. <laughs> yeah, so so there's this they they're 25,000 feet underwater. Yeah, which is cool. It's very cool. But it's also hot cuz it's hot down there. Oh, it's hot down there. Yeah. Cuz of the yeah. the cool water that keeps the hot water in. The thermocline. Thank you. That's right. Um, but anyway, they 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 go down there in two little submersibles, and they crash. So they have to put on their super deep twenty five thousand feet diving suits yeah. that only have two hours of air, so they can trek across the trench to get to a facility that is down there, a mysterious facility. And um, but then when they're in the facility, there's a moment where Jason Statham. Why is the facility like a crash ship? Is that to disguise it? It's a great question. Because they just go, oh, we looked at our. Equipment and that's a mm. that's an active station. And why is it all so dirty and weird? Yeah, is it because the I people mean. on there are so dirty and weird? Yeah, because you'd expect if they look. Spoilers for this movie, sure, because it's not very good. But it's not <laughs> a lot to spoil. No, but the the well, I'll just say that the amount of money you'd put down there to to build a facility under twenty five thousand feet under the wouldn't it be all nice and clean yeah. and white and maybe put some more people in it. Yeah, as opposed but to, I th- is it because know, the people that work down there are all dirty pirate yeah. guys and they're just like, well, this we is dirty care. now. But anyway, there's a moment in it where Statham, in order to uh, the some of the characters are trapped in a in an airlock, and so Statham has to go out of the airlock in a different way and go around the other side. Yeah, and does he go outside? Yeah, he goes outside. You'd die. No, but you'd they explain because he lets air out of his nose very slowly. <laughs> okay, and then like and they quickly say. Because, you know, fish don't get crushed down here. Oh, of course. So, yeah. You, you would, though. Maybe, look, maybe there's some unique science Because I to guess, because what I'm trying to figure out, and in order to do so I'd have to watch it again, which I'm not going to do. Yeah. You're I, probably better off watching I the was, first one first and then this that's one. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I was sort of under the impression that maybe he was going out of the airlock, but he was still inside the facility. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, which I guess would sense. make more sense. Because if you went, the the, the very you idea. like that section is flooded the facility. Yeah. Don't worry, hold my breath. Hold my breath, so, but I've got, my, I've got my British lungs. Hold my breath, but I'll still be in the facility. My, my chest is big, my lungs are big. That's right. Mm. They must blew us my hat is like a shark fin. <laughs> you guys heard that song? <laughs> I based my whole life around it. <laughs> <laughs> my lungs are filled with Yorkshire puddings. <laughs> the whole the air in. They're very aerated. <laughs> Yorkshire puddings and gravy in my lungs. But if you went, you'd explode. You would yeah. implode. Yeah. So it must be. Because but he didn't. This, is, this is seen earlier where somebody gets a crack in their helmet and their head pops. Yeah, that's cool. It's, I like because that it's the, under, it, where they're at that level of pressure. Mm. So he must still be in the. I'm going to have to go with he must still be in the facility because otherwise he'd. No, because he no went outside of, and he looked up and he saw the Meg. Yeah, he did see the Meg, didn't and he? And he wasn't looking at it through a window. I guess he did breathe out of his sinuses, though. And he did so. have those Yorkshire puddings in his lungs. That's true, he did. They are very aerated. I yeah. don't know if you know that. Mm. That was hard. I might need a pint. Yeah. I might need a well, pint after the, that. Did you, so the, Mason, he probably needed a pint. He probably would need a pint. I need a pint over that. <laughs> Point of Greg sausage roll. <laughs> Straight the lungs. That's how I do it. That's right. Because <laughs> um, the I uh, I looked it up. Like the 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 deepest ever scuba dive. Yeah. Is like three hundred and twenty meters. Pathetic. So twenty five thousand feet is more than that. Yeah. In the old in the old. I mean, scale. if you're acclimatized. <laughs> oh, I mean, I guess if you've done some breathing outside of your sinuses. Yeah, it's fine. And you see a little bit of blood like come out of his nose. No, and he just doesn't he doesn't get turned inside out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's good stuff. Mm. Look, I I. You're just gonna have to let it go. Yeah. And I'm sure people will write and be like, maybe there's some truth to that. Maybe. You know? maybe there is. I don't know. Look, if it had been at 300 metres, I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, but that's not very exciting. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, that all, that part was all fine and they had mm. to, to get out and get back to their yeah. facility, which was being overrun by, well, this is spoilers, corporate greed. That's because right. Because the bad guy is a CEO woman and she's like, I can't believe you found our secret facility because what we're doing, mm. we're damaging the environment on purpose, but nobody can see it because it's under the That's ocean. That's right. Because if we did it, if we did it publicly, we'd get into trouble. Yeah. yeah. We wouldn't just go. Definitely. We wouldn't just have to pay a fine. Yeah. Which we would because each rock is worth a billion dollars that we bring up apparently. In a way, fines uh, make things legal for the rich. Ha ha ha. She's a real cackling monstrosity of a woman. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. and and the and the person who's betrayed them on the on the on the on the platform, another woman. Typical. That's right. Very typical. I called that early. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, I knew. <laughs> Just I, even if she wasn't evil, I think I would have figured it out that mm, she was. Yeah, like, right. you know. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. So that's all fun and yeah. Corporation or whatever. They just turn on a dime. These they two really characters. do. They're just, just like, "Hey, can't. I'm happy to help." And then it's like, "But it's time to do evil for money." Ha ha ha! I'm gonna kill everyone. And I don't. And they they even did that that thing where they call them up on the video monitors and be yeah. like, "Hey, just FYI, I'm gonna do big evil right now." Yeah, you wouldn't. No, you just leave some plausible deniability. Exactly. Because if you got caught, you'd be like, "I don't know what you're talking about." Yeah, I would never. I don't know what you are talking about, Willis. <laughs> So yeah, then the second half, the Megs get out of the thermal chamber mm-hmm. and they go, and they go to Fun Island. That's right. Way to way to take a real run of that name, by the way. <laughs> hey, we need we need a name for a Fun Island. Let's put Fun Island there. Well, <laughs> on the day, what about F Boy Island? Oh yeah, mm. not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Um, and then so the 
the three Megs turn up mm-hmm. and some lizards. Yeah. And there's a big octopus. We forgot or to a mention. squid? I don't care. Wow. It's got a beak. So does that make it an octopus? I think that's or an a octopus. Squid? I think that's an octopus. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> and then, and everybody just takes a really long time to get out of the water. Yeah. Oh, so long. <laughs> so long. And again, I just think it was bloodless, but not very fun. Mm. Like I, I wanted some more kind of creativity, and they tried to do a bit like of come up and to be like, well, this person's a bitch. Watch them get eaten by a shark. That's right. But it's like, yeah, I don't know. It didn't. Mm. It didn't feel. There's so much of this also did feel like that. This was catering for a, for a Chinese release. It's obvious because again, one of his best mates is a. I can't remember his name. I bring that up, but um. Is a Chinese action star, oh, and it was the same, similarly for the first one. But um, so it just—I don't know—it didn't. I don't know, like it wasn't funny or at all. I yeah, didn't no. Look, I do remember laughing at some bits, but if you were to ask me what they were, I could not tell you. Yeah, so. uh, Wu Jing, his name. Yeah, go. I mean, he's no Cliff Curtis. That's so true. Yeah, that's so true. They're clearly, they're clearly really, you know, they're pumping for the New Zealand market there. They're really <laughs> <laughs> smart. That's what yeah, you yeah, want. That's true. That's what you want. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, you know, people, they're hanging out. They are hanging out. It's true. They're hanging out. They're having a good time. Mm. Um, jet skis and I don't know. What else? I don't have anything else. No, that's about that's it, it. I think there's it's... not a lot to this movie. really. No. no, I think if you like the first Meg, like you really liked it. Yeah. There's, there's enough here for that. Mm. But as someone who didn't really like the first yeah. Meg, the movie that much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is where we're at. Yeah. Look, I, I saw a tweet today and it was something along, it had a, just a little screenshot, and it was like, movies are back. And, we, and you know, it's a screen, it's, it's Barbie Oppenheimer, Talk to Me, Mission Impossible, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Mm-hmm. We don't have that. And The Meg 2, which has got 20% on Rotten Tomatoes currently. Hells yeah. Maybe even lower currently. Who knows? But, um, yeah, I think it, this is a really stacked current movie lineup. I reckon if there was nothing else out that I kind of want to see again, yeah. I'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. This is a bit of fun. This is more fun. But just knowing I could have gone into another theater and watched Mission Impossible 7 again. Yeah. If this had have been come out the same, if we had have got Ninja Turtles this week, mm-hmm. I would have watched that and not watched this at all. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even for this show. Anyway, yeah. I got some reviews here. This one's from <laughs> yes. Josh, the 90s kid, who says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Sorry, but Mutant Mayhem is simply not my Ninja Turtles. They've been mutated into something fresh and unique today's kids and teens can clearly identify with. As a 30-something-year-old man, I demand they continue to make things my inner child can identify with. Nah, just joking. Best movie ever. They even had a you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us moment a la uh, Spider-Man. Well, you would because it's New York, baby. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, This one's from (laughs) Nate Harris who says, It's amazing what people can create when they genuinely care what they're making. Hashtag Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, that one's also about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem, yeah. Yeah. I think these are all Ninja Turtles. Let me check. This is from C-Ray who says, I wasn't enthusiastic about... What are you doing a bit? Are you doing a comedy bit? There's no bits here, Mason. Interesting. Who who would make a joke at such a time? Such a pivotal moment in the podcast. Well, we'd never make a joke at any point in the podcast. Exactly. No (laughs) let alone now. C-Ray says, I wasn't enthusiastic about Mutant Mayhem, but after I adjusted to the layer of grime in this universe, I was all good. It's got a well-utilized voice cast and, and characters with changes to the canon that didn't upset. Superfly was fucking awesome. Best movie ever. And Nate says, just saw Meg Poo the stench. <laughs> there we go. Smells like Razzie's chum. Worst movie ever. P.S. I also saw Ninja Turtles and it was really great. Wish you were talking about that instead. Well, we will be on <laughs> the 7th of September. <laughs> That's right. When no one cares anymore. That's right. And it's probably on streaming before that. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, I saw some people in the Great Mates group also worked on the Meg 2, uh, which is awesome, by the way. I'm sorry that I uh, that I didn't love it, um, but uh, 
this, no one, this is not your fault. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It was a bad concept from beginning to end. <laughs> no, I, don't, I think the concept is solid. Yeah. Oh, mm. did we say what we thought it was the best movie ever or the worst movie worst, ever? Uh, God, look, I'm torn because I don't really think it's the worst movie ever. No, obviously it's not the but Okay. It, could, it should have been bloodier. Yes. And look, in the, And also I understand why you can't because you you're catering to a wider market, blah, 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 blah. I get it. But I mean in this but right now, you're not gonna is this movie even gonna make its money back? I don't know. So yeah. you may as well have gone for broke and just yeah, but if you get woke, you go broke. Because apparently broke. Splinter's gay. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> I did see that, yeah. Also, apparently he's not gay at all. Whoa, yeah, all right. Something... Well, now I don't know who to believe. <laughs> some people who saw the movie or some people who are paid to get mad at everything. I can't believe they made a rat gay. Right? Or they did it. I can't believe that either. You're saying worst movie ever. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say... I mean, I know it's not, like, highbrow, like... I Because I think what, to me, this is supposed to be, it's not. Mm, Does that yeah. make sense? It falls short of being the schlocky kind yeah. of fun, dumb. And seeing the trailer, I was like, oh, they've really leaned into, like, the silliness yeah. of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't feel they did it enough. Yeah, look, I'm also going to go with worst movie ever. I didn't hate it, but look, based around the current crop... I would have loved. What, yeah, I mean, look what we've been getting this year so far. But, you know, yeah, there's been some really good stuff. But what I'm saying, I would have loved to have added to this like current landscape of really great movies with a really over the top, stupid violence. Exactly. Me- yes. You know, movie monster movie with sharks and bloody and people getting chopped to bits and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Uh, you know, love Statham generally, uh, but what's not to like? That's right. Mm. <laughs> and he's very tall. Yeah. A lot of people know that. Who wants a Yorkshire pudding? It's <laughs> <laughs> got some ear in it for you. It's got some ear in it? Some air. Oh. <laughs> Maybe some ear. It might have some ear. Uh, yeah, look, I would I would have loved to have added, you know, to to this great current crop of movies at the cinemas. Yeah. Because then I could be like, movies are back. Movies every are genre back. You could poss- every genre you could possibly want That's is right. here and, and, and kicking goals. But... But it is not. Yeah. It's a, it's a shame. Well, there you go. Yeah. Should we move it along? Let's move it along. To what? What we're reading. Yeah. What we're going to read. Whoa. Yeah. I'm doing the thing. What are we reading today? I've been busy. Go on. Well, I watch things. You know, oh, yes. I like to know what's going on. I thought on. you said you were busy. Yeah, I'm busy watching things for Doesn't this show. Count. Doesn't what do count. you mean? Doesn't count. That counts. You're climbing mountains. I have. You scuba dive? I, I have scuba dive. Did you scuba dive with the Meg? No, well, no, they don't exist anymore, do they? Well. <laughs> so I should, I should check? You should check. So you would, the only acceptable answer is yes. I've been busy because I've been searching for the Meg, which I found. Yeah. <laughs> and you would have gone, Yeah, that's cool. right. Yeah, yeah. But anything less than that is Because not... if, if you'd searched for the Meg and you hadn't found it, I'd be like, yeah, they're fictional. <laughs> Dumbass. You dumbass. <laughs> you d- anyway, you're busy, wa- you're busy watching content, are you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, see, I would suggest that that s- says you have too much free time. I want to get up and punch you, Mason. Well, you're too busy watching content, <laughs> so you wouldn't dare. Yeah, and we'd be in a scuffle then. That's true. <laughs> so I watched Invincible Atom Eve. Oh, yeah, great. Which is uh, before the debut of Invincible Season 2, they released an episode which is the origin of Atom Eve mm. from that series with her from a little girl growing into a teenager and her superpowers. Mm. Uh, terrific. It is good. I agree. Really good. And oh, you watched it too? Yeah, You've yeah, been busy. It. You've been as busy as I have. No, I'm not. Mm, 
I've been less busy. <laughs> okay. I'm a man of leisure. I don't know where I was going with this. It's not a fully formed idea. Yeah, no, I know. I was just reaching for anything to make fun of you. Yeah, no, yeah. And it didn't entirely work. No, I think I felt bad. So. Oh, good, great. <laughs> I think but you know what bit. I liked about it is that it, her powers are like Green Lanterns, but it's like yeah. it's, it's very creative. It's yes. like such creative use of those abilities. Yes. I think that was cool. You know, there's a fight on like a like a freeway. Yeah. And it's just kind of, you My know, God. it's just, you know, she's... she's they're um, rocking them and socking them. They're rocking them and socking them. Yeah. Mm. You find out more about where she's come from, who her parents are, all of that, like mm. who created her. Um, really, really good stuff. Mm. Uh, so it bodes well for the for the new season, whenever yeah. that's out. Are they in it for the long haul, Amazon making this invincible they show? Are, yeah. Okay. I believe they are. Mm. I mean, it probably costs them nothing to make. Yeah, right. And people like it. Mm. So they don't care. Well, that's two wins for... Um, Me. No, no. Seth Rogen? Seth Rogen. And Evan... Monroe Smith. Yes, yeah, Seth Rogen Smith. Uh, Evan... 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 Evan Goldberg, yeah, that's Evan Goldberg, right. there we go. Cool. Terrific. Yeah, I don't know how much they actually have to do with this, but um, but boy, are they, you know, they're among us, aren't they? They sure are. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Anything else you've been doing? Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to watch because I'm very excited. It's also on Amazon Video. Uh, Shin Kamen Rider. Oh. So it's from uh, Hideaki Anno who created um, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah, I'm a big fan. And he also directed uh, Shin Godzilla, which I enjoyed a lot. Yes. Uh, which is real creepy and weird. Uh, but this is this is the a, like a modern reinterpretation of Kamen Rider or Masked Rider, I guess, okay. depending on where you're from, who's like a Japanese superhero. He's a motorcycle guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, I don't know if it's anything like Shin Godzilla. I'm excited really for good. it. He also did Shin Ultraman, but I haven't watched that yet. You also love the Terminal List, don't you, on Amazon? No, nobody Don't you like that. it? With Chris Pratt. Yeah, he's like, I'm here to do some action on you. Yeah. yeah. Too late, buddy. You're on the Terminal List. What? That's right. <laughs> And that that's, it's a double-level catchphrase because he always says, hey, buddy, you're on the terminal list, and whatever terrorist is like, what? So, what? So what is and that? And then we know the episode's kicked off, so you know? are you not allowed to do the action if you're on the terminal list? Is that right? I, you're forbidden? You are forbidden, yes. <laughs> that's right. Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Taylor Kitsch is in that. Great. He was in John Carter of Mars. Yeah, he, he was, was Gambit. Gambit. Nice. Oh, man. I heard he's in a great scene where he finds out he's on the terminal list. You'll never <laughs> guess what his reaction is. What? What? <laughs> and he has to go on the run. Yeah, he's got to go on the run wow. from the terminal list. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just minority report that changed <laughs> the words. They did a find and replace and changed it to the terminal list. <laughs> All right. Now that we're finished talking about the terminal list. Oh, yes. we move on to the next segment of we the show? We could. We could or we should or we're going to. Make up your mind. We are going to. We're okay. going to do it right now. It's called Letters. All right. It goes like this because the theme song goes like this. Yeah. The classic one was Letters, oh letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a day away. We're going to hear right now. We're going to do letters. I get so many, like all my tweets that are liked, so many of them are just bots. Oh, really? Like really okay. obvious bots. Uh-huh. I'm just looking now. Well, they're not called tweets now or whatever. I don't know. But, um, uh, yeah. Oh, God. Just, you know. 
fucking nightmare. I mean, it's again, it's always been bad, but anyway. Uh, if you do want to reach the show, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. That's right. On Twitter or weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. That's right. Do you have an email for us, Mason? This is from Jacob. Jacob. He says, grab that Righteous Gemstones. Whoa, I haven't seen that show. Same. Hey, James and Mason, I just finished the latest season of The Righteous Gemstones and feel it's Danny McBride and Jody Hill's best work yet. Ooh. It's got me on a Danny McBride kick and I've been going to, uh, back watching Eastbound and Down and Vice Principals. Yeah. It's been interesting to see the evolution of their story writing through these three different shows. And while Eastbound and Vice Principals were terrific, they've really been able, about to find a perfect mix of heart, character, depth, and storytelling. I also love the chemistry Danny McBride and Walton Goggins have together. Just wondering if you guys have had a chance to catch up on Gemstones. Uh, I've not watched any of no, it. No, I've heard but good things. Yeah. Again, it's that thing of like there's so many things yeah. to watch currently. But yeah, I love Walton Goggins. Also, I love scrolling on my phone. Oh, yeah. So, you know, often I'll just do that. I saw an interview with Justine Bateman, so actor, you know, director, writer, producer, also... Jason Bateman's older sister, I think. Okay. But she was saying she's been she was taking some meetings with studios recently and what they're looking for now, what studios and TV uh, networks are looking for is what they're calling second screen entertainment, which is stuff. Oh. They, that's, it's a new I term. I mean, I do in, that. But yeah, it's, oh. a new term, it's a new term they've invented for stuff you can watch that is not quite engaging enough so you can just be on your phone also. So you can just tune back in every once in a while. That's what I'm looking for. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm looking for. And, so, and she was saying I mean, let's like, be real. Most shows are that anyway. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to cater specifically <laughs> no, to that. that's true. You can just watch a Law & Order yeah. show or an NCIS or whatever. Yeah, uh, and she was saying something something along the lines of, yeah, she's had pictures reject, rejected because they sound too engaging. Yeah. So God, you'd hate, uh, that. You'd hate to make something people like. <laughs> yeah. The Righteous Gemstones, James, is currently on Binge yep. in Australia, all three seasons. I so, Binge. Yes, yeah, same. But I guess I want. I mean, it's in you know. Love Danny McBride. Love East yeah, Bandit Down. Me too, very, yeah. very I didn't stuff. see Vice Principal. No, neither did I. But yeah, uh, I'm, uh, let's get to it. I agree. Let's do it. Uh, should we read a tweet? We should read a tweet. Do you want to read it together? Or do you yeah, want let's to read, read it in it? unison. Where is okay, it? Can you send it to me? Yeah, I'll send it to you. Should be coming through any minute. Okay, three, two, one. Let's go. This is from William Robinson. William Robinson. What are you doing? Uh, hashtag Weekly Planet hashtag Pod. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Hey James. Hey James and Maso. Hope you're, you're doing, doing well. Backflips. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah. I hope you're doing well. The new Poirot film, A Haunting in Venice, looks exciting. As it's shaking things up and entering the horror genre, are there any other franchises you think would be ideal for leaning into the recent horror boom? Thanks. I haven't even watched the trailer for that movie Oh, yet. I have. looks good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Tina Fey's in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I enjoy Kenneth I Branagh's. I know. You Kenneth Branagh's just being like, it. I'm, I'm going to be that. I'm going to be a weird Belgian detective. I love doing it. I have, does love doing having that. my little adventures, and I get everybody around the table at the end, and I reveal who the killer is. He goes, yap, 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 yap. He goes, yap, yap. I saw yap. the first one. I didn't watch the second one. Mm. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, ooh, things that should lean into the horror genre. Are there any franchises that did that? Like the second one was like, and now this is a oh, horror. Oh, that's a great I'm question. Sure, this exists. I mean, Marvel dipped their toe in with Werewolf they by Night. They did that one time, yeah. And I'm, I, you know. Again, they need to slow everything down, but yeah. give me the Midnight Suns. Give me Werewolf by Night, Man Thing, put yep. Doctor Strange on there, Blade, Black Knight, yep. some others. Yep. Scarlet Witch can be back and be like, oh, I've changed I'm my sorry, mind. I'm sorry, all right? Sorry, all right, God. Jesus, stop actually, going I'm, on about actually, it. Actually, I'm not even sorry. <laughs> no, this is an evil team, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sorry. <laughs> That's right. Fuck you, Blade. I'll turn you into spaghetti, mate. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. You thought I could only do that to Mr. Fantastic, but I can do it to anybody. Yeah. I can turn anybody into spaghetti. Ah, <laughs> uh, what has taken a shift in horror? I don't know. Not a lot. 
I'm sure there's a franchise where like some do like the opposite. Where like mm. you got the Terminator. Oh yeah, right. You got Terminator uh-huh. or like even Alien to Aliens. Mm, that's like, true. You know, um, but I'm sure there are examples of this. James, do a bit of a do a little uh, do a little Google on the Google machine. Move, what do I Google? Movies, movie sequels that <laughs> turn into horror. I mean, oh. Star Wars does it every now and then. You know, mm. they'll be like, "Here's a spooky one." Evil Dead Two, no. Quiet Place, no. None of these are no. No, none of them. Email in, folks. Yeah, you'll know. This definitely exists. We're, James, we're going to use the power of of groupthink, which I yeah. think is great. And we're going to we're going to crowd we're going to crowdsource and crowdfund. Oh yeah, this thing. So everybody, send in. If you're going to send it in, send it in and a dollar. And this will be our office spinoff. Yeah, that's right. Like, I don't that's even right. have to Google for this. There, I I just I feel like I've got one. I just can't. Well, obviously, don't do I, Mason. No, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, here's an email from Rory. Rory. Uh, subject line says, Disney Pass. Whoa. Hey, hey, Mason and James, just curious about your thoughts on the news that Disney is pulling out of the physical media market oh, in yeah, Australia and New Zealand. No doubt other movie distributors will eventually do the same. Would this affect either of you, or do you stream everything anyway, and who cares? No, it's I mean, a sad day for me since I, only, I still buy 4K discs of the big, big movies. As getting to the cinema is hard these days. Uh, kids, mate, yep. and I need the highest quality. The big question, I guess, is what will JB Hi-Fi order to fill their old DVD shelves? Or yeah. Batman-themed puzzles? Yes, but also Funko Pops also is Funko the answer Pops. there. Kind uh, regards, Rory from Cairns. Now, someone who's been across this is Dave Lee. Yeah, friend uh, of the show, Dave, Dave Lee. Lee. He's been on this podcast. Um, yeah, he's a big – like, I've been to his place. Um, uh-huh. Him and his dad are big physical media guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's – like, if you're looking for, like, DVD reviews and – Stuff like that. He he goes through like extensively what's mm. available and when things are out and whatever. Yeah, and a lot of and a lot of the stuff also he obviously buys online. And a lot of those shops are even closing down, like the physical media yeah, stuff in yeah, Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which sucks. Like I I love the idea of physical media, but I just don't I don't I don't want to do it because right? yes, I would just be caught up in it, and it would be me constantly chasing. Also, I don't really rewatch stuff. Yeah, right. I think that's also the nature of this job. And right, it is a uh-huh. job, Mason. I know you think it's not, but it is. I think it's a lark. <laughs> is that I don't real I don't go back often. Mm. I'll go back for work. Yeah, right. But I don't often go backwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if I need something, it's on streaming. And if it's and if it's not, you know, I'll use VPNs and maybe other <laughs> other ways or whatever. Ooh. But I'll like I'll pay for something, you know, when I can. Yeah. But G- I yeah. I love the idea of physical media. I don't think it's this is a testing ground to see what they can yeah. do. But I think it's always going to be available. Mm. Maybe not for everything, but it will just be more niche and more expensive. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of companies that do um, like I mean, niche like, luxury releases of like. And like limited run games. And yeah, stuff premium like that. releases. What's yeah. the name? Um, Terrorvision do like okay. horror stuff, and there's dead end DVD that do kind of, you know, cult classics and that sort of stuff. Generally, what, ha- what I do often is. If I if I'm recommended something, I will check to see if it's on any of the streaming services, and if it's not, I will attempt to buy the Blu-ray, yeah. which is some sometimes can be quite difficult. Because you yeah yeah because a lot of the time, if it's a movie that's more than a few years old, they've just stopped pressing it. Absolutely, you can't go down to JB Hi-Fi, which is our local. What is it like a Best Buy or whatever? Yeah, it's Best Buys. So oftentimes I'll go to eBay, and there'll be like somebody who has a I guess a, just a warehouse of yeah Blu-rays or whatever, and they have some copies of it, and I'll. And I'll get that. So yeah. you know, why don't I get? I got Strange Days recently. Remember that movie? Which one was that? Strange one? Days. It's the one where you. It was a. It was a future in which you could. Um, we had a really strange day. Yeah, everybody had a really strange day. It's the one where um, the the drug, the world's like drug, was you could 
replay people's memories in your mind. Do you remember oh, that? Angela I Bassett's in this, it. Ray yeah. Fiennes is in it. It's really good. Um, and I got that recently, but that was kind of a heck of a oh, time to find that a Blu-ray. Guy. Yeah, it's Michael cost. Wincos. Yes. Damn. Yes. Catherine Bigelow directed this. Yeah, that's right. That's what I'm saying. Cool. And, and that, Vinny D'Onofrio's yeah, in this. Yeah, that came about because somebody was like, oh, my God, remember Catherine Bigelow directed Strange Days? And I'm yeah. like, oh, you haven't seen that. It's probably on streaming. Of Lewis. course, Of course it's not on no, streaming, not. so I had to track it down. But that's William a, Fickner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch this. And I do it. Yeah, cool. Well, you can't have my copy on Blu-ray because it's the only copy left in the world. Apparently somebody says it's the greatest cyberpunk movie ever made. That might be true. Uh, cool. We got another tweet. Do I have another tweet? Yeah. No, you have the tweets. Do you have a, do you have a letter then? I just did a letter. Oh, yeah. Do you want me to do one? No, didn't I do that one? No. <laughs> it's from Eli. Oh, yeah. It says, I love your podcast. Ah. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. I have been a listener for about six years and have gotten uh, to know your bits very well. My question Excuse me. Excuse, <laughs> excuse me. Is what is your fave or least fave bits the other does? E.g. Frozen Air, uh, Something <laughs> Babies. I hate that one. <laughs> I love Frozen Air. <laughs> I love it. Be, um, people probably know this, but I love stupid stuff and then just running that into the yeah, ground. Yeah, that's right. Because that, yeah. to me... I also don't think of anything we do as like, well, that's my bit and that's your bit. No. Like, it's like, you know. Well, yeah, because I feel like I don't often come up with the funny thing anyway, so I, I wouldn't feel yeah, confident but also, claiming it. But also, <laughs> um, the few times I've had to run the show here, like if you've mm. been away or whatever, it's very difficult to... Oh, is it? To, to run the well, show well, well. And, also be, and also be real funny. <laughs> I, so, I got this as a tweet from me. I got you. I knew it. <laughs> so good job Thanks. over there. You know, um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I know because I don't think I'm particularly funny. I think, like, for a normal person, nice. like a bog standard person, I'm probably <laughs> slightly funnier than a bog standard person. Someone who lives in a bog. Yeah, but I'm not a professional. This is turned into something else. I'm not a professional comedian by <laughs> any stretch. I think you're much funnier than me. I'm also not a professional comedian, though. But but you are much funnier than me, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, what I, I don't know, but what other bits would you? Yeah, I don't know. I just like driving. I, I think all the funniest stuff, we're not there yet, unfortunately. It's 10.30 p.m. Yeah. Oh. And usually the funniest stuff happens after 11, I Yeah, find. that's true. But it's, yeah. Where we break. We break, yeah. Yeah, so. absolutely. I mean, there's whenever I listen back to, like, the best ofs that Robert Collings puts together, mm. like, that's what I'm like, oh, that that was funny, actually. I, um, yeah, right. And, I, and when sometimes people will start a thread and be like, what's your favorite bit? And I'm like... Huh. Oh, no, that, I remember, yeah. that was funny. You know what happens is whenever we get to the end of the year and Rob Collins is going to put together the best stuff, I'm yeah. always like, I don't know if we said anything funny this yeah, year. Yeah, it does worry me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this this one's going to be 10 minutes long. And some people argue that maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe we did it. That's right. Because it's not for everybody. But mm. uh, I don't know, what other what bits? What bits do I like? Mm. I love the Jason Statham thing. I like that the previous Meg thing we did. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that. I love doing my funny little voices. Yeah. Good, you love funny voices. Yeah. But also, like, I don't. I love just talking funny, talking funny on a microphone like this. And hopefully it turns into a joke. Hopefully it turns into something. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't know. You're just talking like this for a while. Just talking like this for a while. Just fun to do it, though. Absolutely. It's just for me, you know. <laughs> and if it turns into a joke, that's all. That's fine. It's... And I'm going to not help this turn into a joke, also. That's good. It's going to stay just Nice. Like I like this. it when one of, the, one of us shoots down the other guy's bit. <laughs> I think that's funny. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. What was that? I also like, it's, um, I think also what we do specifically is it's, if you could, you know, if you could call it a job, Mason, <laughs> is that it's only something that we can kind of do together. Yeah. Right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, so it's, you know, on my own, I'm, 
I'm half a man, Mason, is what wow. I'm saying. I'm weak. Wow. <laughs> wow. And that's why we get into our traditional <laughs> podcast recording trench coat. That's right. And we record shoulder <laughs> on top of your shoulders. <laughs> and we go to Claire and we go, oh, one ticket to recording a podcast, please. And she goes, okay. <laughs> Here you go. She plays along. She does. She certainly does, yeah. And then we go and we're like, ha-ha, it was two of us. <laughs> All time. Do you uh, have another letter? This is from a Brendan. Brendan? And he says, who's in need of a hit? Me. Good morning, boys. I've been thinking about Owen Wilson of late, and oh, I okay. love the bloke, but he's not had a decent movie lately. I mean, Paint is apparently us, and the Haunted Mansion is bombing, but he seems to skate by. Do you think he's in need of a hit movie, and can you think of any other top brass actors who need to make a banger to save their careers? Got to make a hit movie. Keep up the good work from Brendan. Uh, well, that's a great question. Well, he's in Loki at the moment. Yeah, that's true. Not yeah. a movie, but uh, yeah. Mm. Um, he was that Iron Man dad straight to streaming. He was one. Iron Man dad you straight to streaming. You know what? He was in the movie Marry Me with Jennifer Lopez. It's when was fun. that? Well, that was quite recently, right? I liked okay. it. I All thought right. it was like, a, if you like, you know, like 90s, early 2000s rom-coms, yep. which also have these two in it. Yeah, right. Uh, uh-huh. Then this, I think, is a, a nice little throwback to that. Mm. Uh, I think that's a really fun one. Yeah. Do we need them to be in a hit or do they can just be in a good movie? Okay. You know what I mean? Actors who need a hit. Oh. I'm, I'm Googling Are it. Are you going to Google it just to see what uh, Google thinks they're a bunch of losers? Actors addicted to heroin. Oh, oh no. no. They don't need a hit of that stuff as far as I'm concerned. Uh, they got Charlie Hunnam here. Uh, see a picture of, oh, here we go, what culture? Ten top-class actors okay. in desperate need. Of heroin? Of oh, come heroin. on, come on, what culture? Uh, they've started me at number fucking nine, <laughs> number two. Wow. Uh, we'll, we'll maybe they go in random order. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, Kira Knightley. Okay, sure. Maybe, yeah. Are these going to be people who have just sort of dropped off the radar a bit? Yeah. Here's the thing as well. A lot of a lot of the time, that's just it's just public perception of like, well, these people have yeah. like, I, I, one is always when I always think of as John Hamm, yeah. And people are always like, well, he never made it as a movie star, did he? Because he, you know, he's he hasn't been in the MCU, has he? And he, you never see him do it. He's never a big star in a big movie or whatever. And it's like, I don't think he needs to be in. No, like he made he he was critically acclaimed on Mad Men in one an of, era when yeah. when when like. Every when TV was the thing you tuned into every week, so yeah. millions of people would have seen him in that and gone. Everybody in that show is great, yeah. and some and a lot of weeks he's the best thing in that show. Yeah, and he would have made enough money to yeah to never he's have in to work. Thirty Rock, he's very he's, good in he's that. In Thirty Rock, he's in Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, he seems to just like a lot of people. He's in Good the, Omens. He's in Good Omens. Do you watch so, season two? Not yet. We'll talk about that next week. Yeah, yeah but, nice. Yeah. Um, oh, then we don't have to watch. Gran Turismo. No, we or, have to watch both of those too. <laughs> yeah, or, or I've already watched Good Omens, so it would be disrespectful of me to not continue watching other content. That's true. I think yeah. you've made a perfect <laughs> made a p- perfect – you've trapped me in a web of logic. Um, yeah, like it's that thing of like he's probably achieved all he wants to do. And it could be – it's a, the yeah. same with a lot of people where it's like, oh, they didn't make it. Well, maybe they just thought Hollywood sucked and they yeah. don't want to – do that, you know. Maybe they just do fun things that they want to do. Mm. Uh, next up, we've got Johnny Depp. I'd like to see Eccleston, Christopher Eccleston. Oh yeah. I don't know why that thought. Probably, probably Good Omens. David Tennant was. Is Eccleston in The Leftovers? Leftovers. Right, that, what show is that again? They have the one where he the is. He's a yeah. priest or something. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have yeah, vague memories of that. Great show. But I would like to see because he's great and yeah. you know he he came to. I only want to see him do Doctor Who and nothing else. <laughs> okay, great. Great, great. And I'd love to see him show up in the Well, good sna- luck buying any DVDs yeah, of that. In a Snake Eyes sequel. Yeah, nice. As, as Metal Face Man. Well, see, that's exactly where you're going with that, is that yeah. he, he got the juice from, from 
Doctor Who. Then he went to America and he did a bunch of big Hollywood movies he that he hated. <laughs> so I'd like to see him just in a in a in a yeah, good, he's very good. A good movie, you know. Next that, up, that's my pick. We have Mike Myers. So just make my way through this list. Steve Carell again. Like Steve Carell was in the biggest show in the world, and he's proven himself in like dramatic performances. Yeah, uh-huh. What do you mean he needs a big hit? Chloe Gla- uh, Grace Moretz. I guess she was just in uh, the Peripheral. Oh yeah, I mm. watched some of that. Nice. Liam Neeson again. I guess. Mm. I but again, like, is see that's I think this is the larger picture of like I don't think Liam Neeson wants to mm. if he can just come in and and work on a set with the directory lights yeah. and do a do one of these put on a trench coat and exactly. hold a gun, hold a can. gun, and then have a bit of fun and you know he sees everybody he likes and yeah. he gets paid a big chunk of change and he because you know he was in Schindler's List exactly. Like, there's no he doesn't have anything to prove as far as like nope. you know like he can he can work with big directors and he can do a great performance and whatever. Let him let, let him live. Exactly. Let him, let him live. live. Let, let him live. live. Let him live. Let Liam live. Ah, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. She's starting to come back because I think she went away and had mm. kids and got married or whatever. She's doing stuff. Army Hammer. This is from November of 2020, by the way. Okay, right. Just so okay, you know. right. He does need a hit, though, doesn't he? Mm. <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah, he does a big hit. Uh, as you can tell this is dated. Olden Ironreich. Again, we talked oh, about he's come to See, that's perfect. Really good. I reckon, had I thought of that yeah. weeks ago, I would have said, oh, Olden Ironreich, he should yeah. come back. But damn, uh, no, Number he's, one he's... is Fastbender. Well, he had Assassin's Creed, didn't he? He had Assassin's oh, Creed. Come on. And the sequel they probably yeah. made. <laughs> but definitely Assassin's made. Creed 2, back on the swing arm. <laughs> you know? Assassin's Creed 2, get me off this swing arm. Nice. It's dangerous. Mason, you got any more? No, that's everything. Go on here from Amanda just quickly. who says, hello, mates. If you could have that's absolutely me, anything at all. If you could have absolutely anything in the world from anywhere in the world to Million eat. Dollars, millions of dollars. No, you to eat. A million dollars still? Yeah, million dollars. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Coin? Yeah, yeah. Uh, to eat at this very moment. With what... a series of hot sauces on them. <laughs> to uh, have at this very moment, what would it be? Bonus, what food does Melbourne do best? Here in SoCal, it's definitely Mexican food. If I could have anything. Yeah. Well, I've eaten dinner already. Okay. But this is, is this magical? Is this magical food? Uh, no, just have food from anywhere in the world. Oh, nice. God, what would I have? Probably I like, Red Rooster. And in Hong Kong, they do these like... These like bubbly waffles. Oh, okay. You get like a big, big, big sheet of bubbly waffles. And yeah, delicious. I love. I've never had that. They're good. What would I have? God, let me think. What's a good thing I love? Mm. Food, just good food. Yeah. Really good dumplings. I love from anywhere. I love a freshly made hot cinnamon donut. Mm. Just a hot, a hot off the. I would go thing. a hot jam donut. Well, all right, but not too hot. <laughs> not too hot. No, I don't want to burn into it and like bite into it and I die. No, no. <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, but yeah, what does Melbourne do best? Melbourne does a bit of everything, honestly. Mm. There's not really um, – Melbourne does good Greek food. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Big Greek culture here. But I think it's got – there's just a – there is a lot of good food in Melbourne. But there's not a lot of – like Australia not doesn't have – Australia but... doesn't have – no, there's no Australian cuisine. We don't have any really. culture. Yeah. <laughs> People think it's being a larrikin, but we're not. We're yeah. all cops. See, the website <laughs> What Culture is actually – that's named after Australian culture. <laughs> exactly. Nah. Um, yeah, Australia does uh, Melbourne does great Italian and Greek I mean, there's food. indigenous culture, but you know, we're actively destroying that. That's true. Yeah, yeah. If I could have anything right now, oh, there's a place in Melbourne that does a great French dip sandwich. Okay, it's like like beef, yeah, cheese, and a thing, and it's got a you got a big. Dish Is it kind of, of like a Reuben? Yeah, it's a little bit like a Reuben. Yeah. Mm, okay, yeah, great. And listener Harry works there. Oh, really? Butchers. It's got Butchers Diner. It's the top of Burke Street. Cool. Tell them I sent you, and they'll be like. 
Who is that? What are you even talking about? They do only do it on Saturdays, so get it on only Saturdays. A, uh, that sandwich? They only do that sandwich on Saturdays. Oh, wow. Should I get one? No, I'm going to get all of them. Ah. I got two last time. Ah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, Mason. All right. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, we should wrap it up. Folks, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Wow. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you for uh, telling your friends about it. Yep. Thank you for subscribing. Thank yep. you for leaving a five-star review on any podcast catcher of choice. I'll Just come do back to this. I haven't done it. Okay. Do the rest. James, do you have any five-star reviews there? Do you have any? Are you fucking deaf? I just said I hadn't done it. Sorry, and, what? And you knew that. Sorry, what? Mason. Oh, uh, excuse me? I know you heard me. Okay, folks, if you want to get in contact with us, you can go to Weekly Planet Pod at Gmail. Facebook <laughs> at It's not 11 o'clock yet. Slow your roll, James. Um, uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can go to Weekly Planet Pod at uh, Gmail at Facebook or Twitter it's at It's hard running the show, Mason. No, Remember how you admitted that? No, I've never admitted anything. Um... Uh, you can go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. You can go to the Weekly Planet Podcast subreddit and Discord for fun and civil chats about podcasts and pop culture. If anything that comes to your mind, you can have a bit of a fun chat with like-minded individuals a good time over there. That's right. Uh, folks, uh, if you want to uh, support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies, chugging a buck, uh, or any amount you nah. wouldn't miss. You can go to uh, bigsandwich.co, nine US dollars per month, bonus podcast, movie commentaries, early videos, video game Let's Plays. Oh, if you want to follow some people on the socials, you can follow our friend Raw Collings. He's at Raw Collings on Twitter. Whoa. He's at The Weekly Planet on Twitter. He'll keep you updated on all things The Weekly Planet. He does amazing videos like that video on Secret Invasion That's where right. I was like, oh, I'll click on this. It's probably just a static image of a scroll or Nick Fury or whatever. Yeah. Which we just, also do. And then it was just a full video. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you uh, to Fidel and uh, and, uh, and and Maisie and uh, Who does said static images, by the way. That's right. Yeah, not by accident. Oh, that purposefully. Yeah, that is intentional. I love that. Yeah. And they also help out on the um, the TikToks and yep. the, and the uh, Facebook groups and all sorts of stuff. Uh, you can also follow myself at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter, oh. the Everything app, or on Nick Meso on Instagram. James is Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. Yep. I also got reviews. Oh, yeah, nice. You can do this in app. Mm. So I'm, this, one, this one's from Birdman9876 who says, five stars, I guess this is good. Been listening for years, but it only took Meso and that other guy pestering me for the last 300 episodes to leave a review. Yes. An app, of course, and finally I did. So good job, I guess. Listen, if you want. This one from Chad McFaultlin. Best I podcast ever, five stars. Name. I know. I'm always hyped to listen to you. McFaultlin. McFaultlin. Like a fault line. Yeah, McFaultlin. And sometimes mess up things or break things on purpose to listen. My name is Liam. Oh, not his name's not Chad McFaultlin. That's a shame. Liam. And you can uh, you can come to my well with uh, chicken wings barefoot. <laughs> and can you come to my well with chicken wings barefoot? No, okay. but thank you for the five-star review. I love the show. I love the jokes you make. I wanted to go into holes a lot. And thanks again. And that's the beauty of a five-star review. <laughs> it can be anything. You can say, you can just talk about all the holes you want to go into. And you can request food <laughs> delivered to your holes. And we will read it out because it's five stars. That's right. Uh, folks, uh, if you want to uh, buy a T-shirt, you can go to tpublic.com. You can search for The Weekly Planet. Uh, thank That's you, right. Root and the and Rackham, for all our musical themes. Next week, we're going to review a movie. But what's it going to be? Who knows? Probably Dracula's on a boat. Yeah, if, if anything, it's probably Dracula. Dracula's, Dracula's on, on a boat. boat and he's mad about it, even though he put himself on the boat. He did, He's only he, yeah. got himself to blame. That's right. For being on that boat. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, thanks, everybody. Grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.